BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Dave and Chuck the Freak. All right, we're here on a Thursday morning. It is March the 7th. Dave and Chuck the Freak with you. I love that people are catching on to updates. Yeah. They email us their situation, their problem, and for years... No one would ever follow up. They just, we'd get invested in their lives for a little amount of time. Yeah. Give them advice, set yeah. them on a path. And we forget about it. And the birds would fly away forever. Yeah, no closure. No. Nope. No closure. So after, after 17 years. After 17 years, they finally <laughs> get it. After 17 years, we're getting a couple feedback emails. If you email us and ask for advice, <laughs> yeah. follow that yeah. up with how things worked out. Because we'd love to hear. And uh, the best way to do that, email at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. So, remember we talked the other day about the guy who, um, in his 30s, dating a woman older than him, he's crazy about. They've been engaged for a year. The problem was their sex life's taken a hit. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He compliments her, treats her well, does the good guy stuff. He brought it up, tried to talk about her attraction. Or is there something else? She wouldn't go downtown ever. He yeah. goes downtown every time. Yeah. Seems like once they do actually get going, it's good, but he thinks she might be faking to get it over with, and he's actually losing sleep over it. He had said there's physical attraction there. She compliments him, saying he's a solid seven. Don't know what <laughs> to do what, anymore. Oh, solid seven. That's the right. That's that. what now I remember. Yeah, the, really. Yeah, the yeah, solid seven. Him, yeah. A girl, she should be saying to him that he's an 11. Mm-hmm. So he said, following up. I listen every morning. Usually when I get off work, my lady and I uh, put the show on. She's a big fan, too. Well, I know for a fact she heard this segment with my story, and I know her gears were clicking. Great news, right? Well, no. Mm -mm. We talked about our sex life. This was last night. Kind of lightly. Not about the show segment. She really, I don't believe, has any idea it was me that emailed. It didn't go well. I tried asking, hey, is it me? Are you still attracted to me? Was it something we can talk about? She insists it's just about her. She doesn't feel sexual. She says, for lack of a better term, she's burnt out on sex from previous relationships. Well, that's a bummer oh. and a half, ain't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you really don't want to hear that. That's you know? hard. It's like, I've had tons of sex with other people. I'm just, I'm so burnt out yeah? from it. My, it's been I've so had, filled in. I cannot imagine someone saying that to me. No, of course this not. This guy's like the most positive guy ever, too. <laughs> how old is this chick again? Along. Yeah, how old is she? Was she 30? He's no, in he's... his 30s. She's a couple years older than him. Oh. So, like, 35, maybe. 38, mm. somewhere around there. Who knows? Um, she should not be burned out from... No. Sex. No, it should be like her. Women start to hit their sexual peak right yes. around there. Yeah. Like... At the same time, there is stuff like it's why they've wanted to make a Viagra for chicks because there is something that happens to some girls yeah, where they 35. just, yeah, I wouldn't think so. 
No. You know what happens here? She likes somebody else. I mean, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> well, that's what he goes into next. Oh, so, okay, he does. Yeah, uh, he said, for lack of a better term, she's burnt out on sex from previous relationships. We used to have a great sex life at first, but it quickly died. Here's where I'm thinking, is your past my problem? He said, I really feel like I'm not the a-hole here. I'm a man in my 30s with needs. Now, I love this woman in many ways, but I feel like I'm getting effed over or cheated on. Yeah, I think your number two is right. Mm. I must point out that she is at home during the day while I work. She's unemployed. Lisa, he says, oh. does this make sense? <laughs> and I, am I an a-hole for wanting a sex life? No, you're not. Could she be cheating on me? She could be. I don't know. No, I know. No, it's uh, obviously but it's a possibility that's on the table. This is definitely not ask to look out. At, ask to look at her phone. Ask to look at her uh, Facebook messages. Mm. Yeah. But then that signifies such, there's a such problems. Problem. Like, well, there I is don't a bigger know. problem. This, this, is, well, this guy well. is like he tends to look at the bright side of things. He sure does, huh? A girl tells me like she thinks I'm a seven. I know I'm a, like a five. You know? Right, I know, but any chick but, like, that likes she shouldn't say, say that I'm a ten. Exactly. She shouldn't say a number. She shouldn't say I'm burned out from all the sex I've had. Say you got a sore life. back. Don't tell me you had such crazy <laughs> sex with everybody before me. Can I be honest? You no one has ever been burned out. I'm just useless now. <laughs> no, no, no one has it's... ever been burned out no, of no. sex. No. Like, like no one. This has <laughs> never happened to I anyone. Know, maybe ever. we have, and maybe people have. No, you burned don't. Out? You don't get Not burned. Maybe when you're really old, is you get bored of sex with someone. Yeah, that person. You never get burned out of sex. No. You're genetically programmed to want to do it. Jason, you can be unattracted to someone anymore. Jason the Jew said they're engaged and she's burnt out on sex. Yeah, I know. Engaged. It's crazy. Pull the shoot, bud. Yeah. So wait a minute. So they're engaged. They live together. Mm-hmm. She's unemployed, just stays home all day. Yeah. They have no kids. So yes. many red flags here. Uh, yeah. Burned out on sex. He's a seven. Like, no, this is not good. It's bad. No, because he's not invested yet. Like, this is his time to pull the shoot, like Jason said. This is your time, dude. I mean, I I, listen, it sucks. I get it. But really, like, part of your brain is saying, oh, oh, it's no, everything's going to be okay and blah, blah, blah. Please trust me. It'll get worse. It's not going to be okay. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. Dude, you're engaged. Like, now is supposed to be, like, the most passionate time. time. Right? If if you're not with somebody who can't keep themselves off you, pass. Yeah. Absolutely. Pass. Absolutely. Pass. Mm Mm-hmm. Pass. Someone said she's unemployed and yeah. he works. She's spending his money. Yeah. Forget she's, this. Pass. She's at home doing whatever all day long, spending his money. I just don't feel not, sex anymore because it was just like sex, 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 and then sex. Making him feel everybody bad. else. <laughs> everybody else just plowed me to death. <laughs> I plow- cannot imagine okay. hearing that Dude, from someone. I, 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 this I, this girl. Like, and i know he really likes this girl this girl's dumb i mean i'm sorry but the two things that you've said to try and make things feel better are some of the worst things you could say to a guy you yeah. know what you are a solid seven yeah <laughs> And no. I'm sorry, like, I know, like, to guys, like Andy said, like, I know I'm a five or whatever, right. and it's fine. Yeah. Um, But 
in my brain, in my brain, like seven's like average. Right. In my brain. You know? Yeah, but whoever you're with thinks that you're should think you're just gorgeous and you know, want to see my rotund body Mm. and all of those things. (laughs) All of those things. They should want to. They should want to see You want to see my rotund body. I know it doesn't make any sense. That's what they have to say. Right. That's what they have to be like, yes, please. Let me see just all of your areas that are round. My lady. And if you don't have that, like, why sign up long term? I don't know. As for wow. this, as one of our listeners so eloquently puts it, she should be slobbing on that knob every day. Well, there you go. Jeez. <laughs> jeez. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, Cody's with us on the Dave and Chuck lines. Hi, Cody. How are you? Hey, how you doing, man? Long time listener. Thanks, Thanks dude. So we're invested in this guy's life right now because he's got a woman not only that called him a seven, is engaged to him, and uh, they're not having any sex at all. In fact, she says she's burnt out from too much from previous relationships. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh Cannot my God. imagine hey, what's keeping hey, man, him there. Uh, I kind of have the same situation uh, about a year and a half ago when uh, I started my new job. I went to uh, Belgium for training. Yeah. And, uh, so I went, I uh, was about to go, and, uh, you know, sex started slowing down. And she's like, you know, I just, uh, I'm burnt out on the last couple relationships I had because, you know, I had a lot of sex, all of this. I said, what does that have to do with this relationship? We've been together for six months. It's like, you got to just slow down. And uh came back, and she was like, uh, well, I love you, but I'm not in love with you no more. So uh, I'm, I have to break it off with you. So mm-hmm. that, she's cheating. She's cheating. Cheating. Yeah, right, she's, the, okay. He thinks. And, and this is the thing. Maybe she's not. Cheating yet. I don't want to like throw that on this broad. That might not be it. But she's definitely she's definitely looking or she's definitely like someone else's satisfied. Yeah, yeah. Someone else has piqued her interest or just fantasies of other people. Like you know what I mean? Like something's wrong. I mean that's just bottom line is something's wrong. Yeah, she might not be cheating. She's just not into him. No. Nope. And I'm a huge I know people like make it work and they go and they talk and they do all that you know what i mean I, I i know people do it that's not how i feel about stuff i feel like if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be like well and you didn't you shouldn't have to work hard you haven't signed the papers yet so no my god what is she bringing to the table that's what i don't know she's unemployed she it doesn't wasn't. want anything to do with him sexually yeah it was i sex. mean they just sound like they're sex. friends mm-hmm. It was sex and, and, and companionship. Now the chick's just making you feel horrible. Right. So it's like, okay, well, I'm not with you because you make me feel great. Mm-hmm. You actually make me feel like crap. I think you're cheating on me. You called me a seven. You're burned out from other people's sex. Uh, yeah, that's such a rough thing to hear. Derek's with us from Rhode Island. Hi, Derek. Good morning. Hey, guys. So what do you think? Uh, so, yeah, I've, uh, I've been with my girlfriend for seven years and uh, probably... Three years ago, the same thing started happening. Um, I had not known that she actually is diagnosed with uh, bipolar and uh, depression. Um, and that that was a big contributor to it. But she was too embarrassed. Not a way to Oh, you no. cut out. What so, was she was yeah. too embarrassed to admit it? Yeah, exactly. So she would make excuses, you know, and, and the excuses always never added up. But I wanted to believe her. And then she started, she went and she got medication for it. And the medication made it even worse. And, and she was just too embarrassed to admit it. So it may be uh, a contributing factor here. That's that's a thought I have. I mean, 
Well, yeah, you never problems. know. You never know. I think Someone, that contributes a lot to failed well, relationships. I oh, guess, but well, yeah. I mean, that's a stretch just to assume this woman has mental problems. You exactly. know, that's his situation. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's yeah, it's this. what is it? Occam's razor or whatever. It's usually the easiest. Answer. Whatever the simplest answer is, is usually the right answer. Right. Someone said, I'm 47. My new husband is 54. Neither one of us thinks of ourselves as a smoke show. But I tell you, I feel he's smoking hot and he feels the same about me. So if these two are in their 30s and they're not completely attracted to each other and they're not banging at least every other day at this point, then it's not going to get any better after they get married. For sure. He has not nope. seen sealed the deal yet, and he should not if this is the way it's heading. There's no question. And honestly, she's not going to feel bad about it. She's already like he's part of him is probably like, well, I don't want to end it because we we invested all this time and all this. Listen, this is news she wants to hear, too. This is news she wants to hear. She is not into it if she said those things. Those no, two things, she's not into it. No. That was like the one-two punch of death. Yeah, the only the next thing that she could say is, and, you know, your, your penis just isn't as big as all my oh, other boyfriends. Right. Well, you know, that's, that's the next thing. That's come up a couple of times because he talks about how he goes down all the time and people are wondering if he's not able to do it. <laughs> correctly for her. Mm. That is wow. it a sexual issue that she's just not into it. Maybe his unit doesn't it measure doesn't, up. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Like if a chick isn't attracted to you, you can do all the right things down there, and it's almost impossible I don't think for it's a thing because she let him put a ring on it. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is a this is something else. I I don't know, but it's. But she's a cold, cold person. Yes, she is. <laughs> it sounds like it anyway. And as he and says, I know they listen people... together every day. So she'll be yeah. listening. She's got to put it together when she hears this. And, and so I... many details. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so many details. I did tell him he was a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I did right tell now. him that I was just rocked so hard by everybody before me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she needs to evaluate. like how, Because I feel, okay, so if she's listening, hey, just own it. Just. Like, don't drag some guy along. Just own it. Just be like, yep, I need to go. It's funny as some women will, like, fake it, you know? They'll fake the oh, whole yeah. thing, mm -hmm. and they'll just make you, like, make you feel you want to hear these things. So I'll say what you want to hear just to... She doesn't even fake it. No, she no she's not even faking it. And she's getting everything taken care for, yeah. for her. Yeah. She's a stay-at-home chick. Oh, well, he's in love. Right. She's right. Not. Right. Well, guess what? Get out of love. Bang. You know? Yeah. Eric has so a like comment. You, Hi, Eric. Disease, how you doing? Yeah. It's a disease, love. Get <laughs> out of love. Disease. Hey, Eric. Hey, how you doing? Good. Penis. Penis. Um, yeah, the same thing happened to my best friend. He got engaged to this girl that she pretty much did not want to have sex with him or anything like that. One day he got off work uh, early, mm. found out when he walked in the house, she was uh, in bed with another dude. Honestly, that's like some of the best things that can happen to somebody. I swear to God. I know it sounds horrifying. Like unbelievable. I walked in and someone's in bed with my fiance. Oh, you you are so lucky. Oh, my God. Did you win? Better than before. Or better and better than, than after, after, after you marriage. go through it all. Yeah. Sometimes you just need those moments to happen mm. where that just like a light bulb goes off and you go, oh, yeah. you're that person. Yeah. yeah. I see you now. That's who you are. Yeah. yeah. 
And like I said, if that's you, it's good. Just own it. Actually, just own it. People, another reoccurring text message here is uh, people thinking she's a gold digger. And we have no idea if this guy's raking it in or not, but um, that could be motivation. Gold digger. Gold, like, fake it at least. Yeah. You're. Gold diggers are. Gold diggers are. The real good gold diggers that are, like, with the 80 year old man just talking about how they're 69 in him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) they're. Yeah. They know what to do to keep that guy satisfied. This chick's the worst gold digger. Yeah, of you're right. This chick's yeah. amateur. As yeah, <laughs> she's a gold digger. She sucks at it. Yeah, yeah. she's not a pro. Like, she's saying everything to say to a guy for him to question stuff and and for him to break it off. Like a true gold digger. She's too terrified to do it. She feels too bad about it. That's my gut. My gut is she knows that she wants to break it off. She knows it's going nowhere. Where's she going? She doesn't have a job. Well, that's it. To that point, that's but, why maybe she's not going anywhere because she doesn't have anywhere to go. She's no, out of. She's, she's, she's not fine. married. She's. She's fine. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she has a backup plan. Just about every single chick has a backup plan. Everyone does. Every every chick. Well, that's she's probably been talking to some guy that's went to high school with her for who knows how long on Facebook for it's a million a, years. Voice changing technology. They got a backup plan. Anonymous is with us. Hey, Anonymous. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You can relate to this. Yes. Um, I've been with my husband for 12 years. We were like quite, pretty much, you know, high school sweethearts. And uh, I went through like a patch like this. Um, I found out some stuff in my life that kind of really upset me. And then it just made me feel not good. And I kind of lost my sexual drive. So I went and saw a doctor and stuff, and they put me on SSRIs for depression. I wasn't, like, clinically showing symptoms of depression. I just didn't feel right, and it was definitely affecting my sex drive. So, and then they put me on these medications like the other guy had said before, and, like, one of, like, the very slim chances of, like, you know how, like, things can happen, and you always hear, like, them repeat a thousand things after they tell you medication on Right, you know, and one of them is, like, not, like, losing even more sexual desire and not being able to climax. Yeah. And that happened to me. So not only was I depressed, when I did have sex, I couldn't orgasm. So what was the point of that? Yeah. Did things get better? It might be some, yeah, no, it was, like, it, it made me feel better, but it also still affected my sex drive. I'm just saying there might be some underlying stuff that she might be going through. Maybe something happened in her life. Maybe she went on some meds and she just isn't there right now. A hundred percent. Like she can't take care of herself emotionally. Like she's sitting at home. She's not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? These are all signs of depression. All right, anonymous. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, someone might be depressed. I guess I've dealt with depression enough to be like someone else help yeah well i'm they're not fine before if she's depressed she'd say something about it you think you know or like show some signs yeah i mean i don't know some people like don't even know what's going on you know they don't even realize it i know that the meds that they give you for depression like antidepressants can affect your libido oh yeah oh huge one more call uh anonymous from toledo hello is this uh yeah so i just wanted to say that i was in a similar situation you know girlfriend was basically just a pain in the butt. She always talked down to me, um, never had sex, all that. Now, she probably was depressed, but at the end of the day, I was so much happier when I left her. I didn't have catching her cheating, um, just with some other guy. They weren't banging, thankfully, but 
uh, just with some other guys you lied about. And I, I ended up leaving her, and I was so much happier when I left. So I your ad- hard yeah. for him. Yeah, your advice to him is to get the hell out. He's got to. He's got to get out, man. Yeah, I, I'm married to a woman now. She's amazing. I love her. So much happier. He's got to get out. All right, dude. Yeah. Thanks, man. Makes such yeah, a difference I feel for when the you're guy, with someone like that. You're in that a situation like that. You can't. That people can you. tell you all this stuff, right? And you don't see it clearly. You're you not. Don't. You got. You got your love goggles on. Yeah, you don't see it clearly. <laughs> this person said, "I want to tell this guy. Listen, think how great it'll be when you find someone who will want to love on you and give you everything. Just try and find that instead of trying to get the stamp of approval from this chick." Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Life is short, man. Life is short. What do you? He doesn't what do you even want? sound like a nice person. I don't know. No. What he's. No. And maybe she was Thanks at one listening. time. Yeah. I don't think she's yeah. not a ni- nice person. I think that she's done with it. Yeah. And this happens. And people don't like each other anymore. Mm. And n- neither one of them is a bad person. It's just what sucks is that one of them probably is too afraid to just be like, hey, I'm not happy, and uh, they're just dragging it out. Don't drag mm-hmm. it out. Right. So there you go. And as he said, she listens. And after all these details, if she didn't realize it was her the first time, she's definitely going to realize it's her right. the second time around when she hears this, if she's not listening right now or the podcast or whatever. So, uh, Well, I think she'd tell us we're like the fourth funniest show she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I think you guys are six, maybe yeah. five. Okay. So would I, though. You guys are yeah. fourth on our preset. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> we get it. Uh, you can reach out to us. page of them. <laughs> You can do at any time. Email at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com is the best way. Remember, if you do send us an email and we talk about it, follow up like this guy did. All right, we're going to get to our first check of the news right now here on this Thursday morning. How much meat did a Kentucky man manage to swipe? Why is Canada at war with Norway? Yes. Plus, do you have one of the most stressful jobs in the country? Let's find out. Checking in with the Morning Report. I'm Dave Hunter. It's time now for a check of the news. We just got into a big discussion the other day about homeowners associations and how some of them can be great, but some of them can be a pain in the ass. Some of them watch every little move you make. There's guys that are way too into it that measure your fence and, you know, cause you just massive uh, pains. Well, uh, some guy who is in charge of the homeowners association in his neighborhood Got a big message sent to him when a large landscaping brick was thrown through his window. That's That's an old school message. Here's the story of what happened from WXYZ TV in Canton, Michigan. Hassan Fawaz was settled in for the night watching TV on the other side of that window when a large landscaping brick came crashing in. I said somebody is trying to hurt somebody. The huge brick came to rest under the coffee table, just a foot or two away from Hassan Fawaz's feet. Had he stood up, it could have easily hit him in the head and killed him. It happened just before midnight last Wednesday, and surveillance video shows a man running up to the front of the Fawaz's house and hurling the large landscaping brick through the window. It's absolutely a man in his 20s with a receding hairline, and he takes it and he hurls it. Like a javelin. The loud crash startled Hassan and left broken glass everywhere. And all he could think was, I could have been killed. 
Canton police do not believe this was random, and Hassan can't help but wonder if he was targeted because he's outspoken about politics on Facebook or if it's because he's the president of the Homeowners Association. That was my first instinct, that somebody is unhappy with the way I'm handling the business of Westfield Estates Homeowners Association. And this was their message to me, that you're messing with us. Hassan admits he's worried about what could happen next. He's just hoping the person responsible is identified and arrested quickly before someone is hurt. And if anyone thinks he'll now back down from his duties as president of his homeowners association. It's not going to happen. No, you've only uh, strengthened my resolve to do my job. I'm not a, the kind of person that's intimidated that easily. And hopefully the person responsible is caught before anyone is hurt. If you can help identify a suspect, please call Canton Police. And that's the guy that runs a homeowners association, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Outspoken on Facebook and runs the uh, yeah. homeowners. You throw bricks through my window, I'll just be harder on you. <laughs> I, I'd and love the other to know thing, why he thinks they're upset. The other thing is, it's not, you don't do that, correct me if I'm wrong. That's not your job, right? No. To be that guy? The homeowners association? Yeah. No, I think it's a voluntary it's a vo- thing, I believe. Right. right. Yeah. So, you might have to be elected by the, the neighborhood, but I believe it's a voluntary thing. Right, but it's not your job no. the way he's... You don't get paid or anything. I don't no. Think. Like, he's I'm not taking sure it some, uber some people serious. Might. I, I believe most are just it's people who just want to uh, have a passion for it. Yeah, they just like making people follow rules. I'll just passion. say, listen, if you're <laughs> that guy, though... The neighborhood. Like, you have to know, if you're Mr. Rules, there are going to be people in your neighborhood that are that you are going to upset. And I'm glad you're really sticking to your guns and doing it, but, I mean, you see what happens when if you're an a-hole to somebody. But for him to think it had home association stuff to do with it, he must have just made a decision on something that was kind of controversial within the neighborhood. Well, I'm sure. In the story, it says, he says his efforts to tidy up the neighborhood and keep things in order may have upset some people. Right, so he's... Somebody who had the trash cans out in a couple of days longer than they should have. Someone yeah. had some talking to. Someone's boat was in their driveway. Yeah, or... somebody got a stern finger shaking in their face and they yeah. did not appreciate that. I wouldn't want him to be my head of my association. Well, no, no. one would. No one wants this guy. No. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, you just, you just don't. You want an understanding guy that's like, hey, uh, when a big issue comes up, they take care of that. If someone, for whatever reason, had trash cans out a, a day later, what if, like, their parents was were in the hospital mm-hmm. and you don't know? Like, come on, give me a break. Yeah. He's a stick. Some of these people that, like, they're the same guy that was the insane hall monitor in school. Well, there's a reason people are attracted to this <laughs> stuff, right? There's a reason they want to be the head there of the... Is he, you don't think that guy's a hall monitor yeah, type no, guy? That's what I mean. He's attracted to that stuff. He wants oh to God. lay down the law. <laughs> I swear to God, monitor. he was late. He was late. <laughs> I don't need to be a stickler, but Are you headed to the bathroom? Do you have a note? <laughs> stickler, dude. <Yeah. laughs> right, but those people are attracted to those positions. They want to make change. They want to make sure people are sticking to the rules. Right. I make mean, big waves. Never yeah. in a million years would I want to take on something like that. No. But there are people out there that do. Some of them are great and cool somehow. Because we talked to one of the guys who called into the show when we talked about it. Yeah. He was a really cool dude. Just trying to, you know, help the neighborhood. He didn't want to. And he wasn't the guy who'd watch every movie we were making. Yeah. But I believe that's the minority when it comes to these things. 
Yeah. I, I've been doing research like about 34 years now, and I think that maybe 92, 93% of people are dicks. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's solid research. Yeah, you know, you're right. Too. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'd back that up. <laughs> I think it's I good. would. The numbers are in. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the majority. It's way too many dicks. So many dicks. It's hard to avoid them. That's the problem. Um, Aaron has a comment on this. Good morning, Aaron. On a regular line, you're with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're great. Thanks. So I used to live down in Rhode Island, and um, we had a couple where the wife used to work for the town that I lived in, and so she knew all the ordinances for the town, and she called the town and the police on everyone on the block. We had gone away on vacation once, and our lawn was probably, I want to say, like three inches tall, and they called the town, and we had a cease and desist letter to mow our lawn. Oh, yeah. I mean, that this that kind of stuff, it, honestly, like, it goes on all the time. It goes on all the One of the worst things that can happen to you in life is you buy a new house, you move in, and one of these pe- one of these people's on your street. Yeah. It's one of the worst things that can ever happen to you in life, and you never know. Every time you every time you buy a house, you ju- you're taking a chance yeah. because no one's going to tell you when you're selling your house. No one's going to say, "Hey, that guy's a prick." They yeah. want to no. sell their house. They'll never tell exactly. you exactly. And and every once in a while, a neighborhood will have a person on the street that calls the cops all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they call the really? cops all the time. There's people that their lives are so boring to themselves that they just cannot help themselves but be involved with yeah. people's lives. <laughs> really stick their nose in there yeah it is um not hopefully if i you can't have a house association you don't have like, that guy like to four of my neighbors i'd be like mind your business mrs robinson <laughs> yeah or whatever yeah. you know like i'd always be saying mind your business yeah <laughs> call the cops i'm never gonna mind my business you mind your business your, your lawn is my business it is only three inches high i went away for two days look look three and a half oh yeah the measurement you're Son a real bitch. bitch, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A <laughs> couple of bad drivers making headlines in Massachusetts this morning, and um, I can't even fire up the symphony of destruction because this guy's not quite there yet. Emergency crews working to remove a pickup truck that crashed into a bridge in Littleton, Mass, uh, early yesterday. Uh, they say that they're not exactly sure what happened in this situation, but the driver crashed into the bridge and was dangling right off the edge. That's one of my nightmares, to dangle yeah, off a bridge. Let's hit a little bit better in the bottom one. But yeah, I can't think. It was half on, can't, half off. Hard to Ooh, see. that's scary. Yeah. Super scary. I still don't know what happened there. And then another dude who's only 57 lost control of his vehicle at a gas station in Brockton, Mass., and set the place on fire. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> fire erupted at a gas station overnight in Brockton after a car crashed into a gas pump. Video footage posted by the Brockton Fire Department shows the driver of the car appear to back up and crash into the pump at Prime Gas on North Montello Street just before midnight. The driver then pulls forward out of view of the camera. Uh, police spokesman said the driver of the 2005 Subaru Impreza pulled into the gas station, attempted to back up to get closer to the pump, but the 57-year-old driver said he lost control and just hit the pump by mistake. So he gas pedal instead of the brake. Yeah. Oh, he ran right out. Oh, he's God. lucky that whole his whole ran over the whole pump. The whole pump is destroyed. Jesus. His car is like the back of it is engulfed in flames yes. at that point. 
So he pulled across the parking lot from the station and called 911 from there. No one was injured. Um, as of early this morning, the gas station was still closed. Hey, James, when you worked at the gas station, did anyone ram a pump? Uh, a couple times, but nothing to where it caught on fire. Oh yeah. My God, I pooped my pants. <laughs> that was the case. I know, you can see me abandon the gas station like there's a nuclear bomb going off. I just picture somebody walking in and be like, oh, my God, the pump's on fire. And you just see me go, oh, run for your life. We're all going to die. Yeah. It's doomsday. Yeah. Call 911. I mean, there's giant gas tanks underground. Yeah. Like, I put a in my car and just drove and kept driving. So I'm sure that's not the training you received when you started at the gas station. Oh, no, on no. How to react no, when the no. pump's on fire. No, I think the first step in that situation, they tell you to stay calm. <laughs> and I would have been like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we're going to burn alive. <laughs> are you supposed to go and hit, like, yeah. the gas suppression button and all the stuff's supposed to come down? Yeah, pr- you probably are supposed to do that, but that's yeah. probably not how I would have yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, the big, like, sea of white foam is supposed to it's cover supposed the to, hole, you didn't, right? You, but no one did I didn't that see here. that there? No. no. Yeah, I would, like, I would have looked at the guy that was working with the crazy eye, but Casey, run! <laughs> this is the end, man! The guy with the crazy eye. <laughs> crazy eye. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, James. <laughs> Save yourself, Casey! Oh, God! I know you take the bus here, but just run as fast as you can! <laughs> I want to see this video. Yeah, yeah so there Rocked we go. and Fire posted this on Twitter. We'll right, retweet so it, twitter.com slash Dave and Chuck, if you want to see it. So there. Okay, so he's off. So he's, 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 he kind of pulled forward and realized he, I guess he wasn't in the right spot. So now he's going to back up. Yeah, the, here he comes. Oh, oh it's classic. Oh, my God. It's oh, my God. oh, an instant fire. Oh. So James is inside right now. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. The back of his car, so the pump's going up. Ah. Run, Casey, run. Run, Casey. Casey, run. Run, Casey. Oh, it's a Don't worry, I'll call Harriet. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. This fire's been blazing for quite a while now. No one has hit that fire suppression button. James no. is asleep at the wheel and in there. And you can see that there's a fire extinguisher that's been knocked loose yeah. and it's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. No, Casey, there. don't grab that fire extinguisher on the ground. You're going to blow up. The tanks are right below you. You see James just running by in the yeah. video. You see a blur. Yeah. There he goes. <laughs> This is training, but just forget your training. Use your instincts. <laughs> Use your instincts. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, nothing yet. We're we're a minute in, and no one has hit any kind of suppression system. Because they were smart, they ran. Yeah, they must yeah. have. They yeah. 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 out of there. Yeah, like what? Put it out. I'm just trying to. Like, maybe the some, fire. I guess yeah, maybe getting there. It just it just was an eternal flame until they arrived. <laughs> yeah, it, was. it was like the Olympic torch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It was never going out. It's like his car was a match and the pump was like the side of the matchbook. Yeah. <laughs> like it took nothing for that fire to no. start. I've oh, never you're seen right. it start so easily. <laughs> he literally Oh, there's Oh, I think it's just the just the, him watching the video. Yeah. He's lucky he didn't get uh, he did get stuck. Yeah, but it happens as soon as he hits it, there's fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oops. So we retweeted, we retweeted that from Brockton Fire, twitter.com slash Dave and Chuck, if you want to see it. It's up there now. Sales of medical marijuana in Michigan have exceeded $42 million in just four months. You know what's funny about that, too, is it's not even, like, it's not even really easy to get yet. 
No. No. That's, <laughs> and this is just medical marijuana. Yeah. The sales come from 54 licensed dispensaries since the first one opened at the beginning of November. Nearly 8,700 pounds of medical marijuana have already been sold, meaning 3.5 million will be going to the state from a 6% sales tax on it. Once dispensaries are approved to sell to recreational users, Sales are expected to top a billion dollars a year in okay, Michigan. Here, you know, uh, we were talking about how they're trying to get a gas, big gas tax. Where's this mm-hmm. weed money going? Do we know? Yeah, nobody said anything about that. It seems where's like the weed, where's the weed money going? I don't think they've going? finalized that yet. How about the roads? Yeah, there you go. There's yeah. your solution. Right, but they said that's not even going to be enough. Like, that's nowhere near enough right, to cover I know. the roads. So it wouldn't put a dent in it. So I think that's why they're not a billion. Wouldn't put a dent. Wouldn't in put a dent in the road problem in Michigan. Yeah, they're bad, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> they're pretty bad. Yeah, super bad. <laughs> You've probably heard the saying about postal workers: neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night is supposed to stop them from delivering your mail. But the Occupational Safety and Health Administration doesn't seem to agree with that. The Jacksonville, Florida Post Office has just been fined about 130 grand because they exposed their mail carriers to extreme heat. Last August. Heat? Heat. Action News Jax has the story of how this all played out. Take a listen. OSHA says workers were delivering mail when it was too hot out. Now an Arlington post office is facing a fine of more than $129,000. You've probably heard the saying about postal workers. Neither snow, yeah, nor rain, nor yeah, heat, right. nor gloom of night is going to stop them from delivering your mail. But OSHA doesn't seem to agree. A lot of things have changed since the beginning uh, when they initially had that concept. And people's uh, health is uh, number one and should be a priority in any job or task that is set before us. The OSHA inspection names this Arlington Post Office on Merrill Road. According to the federal agency, around August 9th, letter carriers were exposed to the hazards of high ambient temperatures while delivering mail, which could have led to heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke. I think it's awful if they had to work under those conditions. Action News Jack's first alert chief meteorologist Mike Burrish tells me that was the hot Hottest time of the year here in Jacksonville. Yeah, with but a I got mail, bitch. Up to 107. OSHA says it cited the U.S. Postal Service for violating this same OSHA rule five times since 2014 at post offices across the country. A USPS spokesperson tells me she can't answer any of my questions because the Postal Service is now contesting that fine. Reporting in Arlington, Jenna Bourne, CBS 47, Fox 30, Action News, Jack. No offense, but contest away. I mean, aren't... Isn't it just the case that sometimes you get a job where part of the job is you have to deal with the weather? Mm -hmm. And I've been doing stuff outside in 100 degree weather for six hours. And you just have to make sure you have enough water. You got it. You take breaks. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like they're not. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. You're a mail. You're the mailman. I am. I know for a fact they don't deliver every day. So because <laughs> there they, was a day they don't in my neighborhood. They sure. they don't. And, and you know it's it's false. I'm sorry. They just and no one's really checking up on them. No one. Right. They don't have to answer to anyone. Because there was a day where every flag in the neighborhood was up. And it was up for 24 hours. Like oh, no one. No one and also came. now I have informed delivery where you can see everything you're getting in your mail that day. Oh. And now I know exactly. I'm like, oh, I didn't get that. 
Weird. So like they're waiting for their yeah, yeah. delivery. Can, they'll take pictures of each piece of mail that you are getting that day. So yeah. you it, are someone's getting your mail, say like it's Monday. Mm-hmm. They're gathering up your Monday mail, but their truck isn't full enough. Uh, yeah, so then they're, they're just, they just or that person doesn't they do their whole route. They... I don't know. Same in my neighborhood. Yep. Uh, there's at least two days a week where we don't get mail. Mm-hmm. Every week. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's not. And we all know it. The case. I don't know. You know, they could not deliver the mail. People are not happy with them here. I just don't understand. It's it's like if if I was a cow, like I took a job rustling horses or rustling cattle, and then. I was like, man, you know what? It's just too hot out here on this horse for me to do. Like, it's your job. Like, it's, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a roofer, mm. and it's a hundred. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, like every once in a while, you got to do it. That, that's that's that what happens. this guy said. I'm a roofer. It gets to no joke, 150 degrees on some roofs in the summer. When still I still got to be up there. When I worked in the factory, we chromed bumpers on the most freezing cold day. It was probably 95 inside this factory because of the giant tanks of boiling liquid that we had Mm -hmm. right when it was boiling outside it was 130 in there and our bosses just made sure we had all this extra water they took care of us like they they, told us that's all they legally have to do they maybe have to give you a few more breaks and when i was uh, a costumed cartoon character at the theme park yeah like how long were you allowed to be out there They shortened so our normal our normal stint in a costume was half an hour Right. When it reached a certain level of temperature, then that got down to 20 minutes. If it was extreme heat, it was 15 minutes. Right. So you still had to do it. They just made some modifications when it was really hot. Not this basically is saying they should not have had to do their job. But aren't those even those deadly postal vans? Aren't they air conditioned? I have no idea. I mean, who knows? Those things are terrible. I don't think those things are. I don't think they are because I think I usually see them like an old school like fan usually sticking. Oh, you're right. There is a fan. Usually a fan. There's an old school fan. You're right. I see them driving with the door open. Yeah, and a lot of people are on. They're they're just walking. Yeah. And and listen, I feel for you. You've got a job where you're going to sweat, and it's and it's terrible. Especially the guys who were like walking, mm-hmm. you know, they park and walk. I get it. It's awful. But at the same time, you decided mm-hmm. to be a mailman. Look at the history of the post office. Like, that, they, I think that, that's what I think all the I time. Can't, I can't get it out of my head. Like those dudes were like, well, it wasn't so bad a day to day. Just uh, ran through a dust storm, was attacked by the Choctaw tribe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lost two uh, good men today. <laughs> two other postmen died on a kind of outlaws. <laughs> we live in a different time. Yeah. Florida workers pissed. F oh, them. Yeah. I work outside every day in Florida. Goddamn babies. This guy said, I'm an electrician in Florida. I got to work outside in attics all the time. Listen, delivering mail is so much easier. So we do have a postal delivery worker, Pete the Postman. How you doing? Hey, man, I love the show. Listen, I totally agree. I signed up for the job. Yeah. And I, you know, you, you sometimes you just got to do it like you don't have a choice. There's an expectation that you're going to get your mail. And man, I love my job. And the last, when they canceled the postal service this past winter when it was too cold, everybody hated me because I just stood up and I said it was a bunch of bull crap. I wanted to go out and deliver. Yeah. And they ganged up on me. And uh, you know what? Sign up for it. You do the damn job. If you can't do it, get out. Somebody You're else. A post- yeah, this yeah. Is yeah. A That's a postman. This is a postman. <laughs> damn. Bless a postman. You're a postman. <laughs> But there's really just you need like to get him a screaming like, eagle. Just, <laughs> I really do. We gotta find it. We're gonna load it up for you. We got a screaming eagle on the way, postman. 
Because you deserve it. delivering Thank junk you. mail, though. It's not even like really good mail. Yes! Doesn't matter. He's an American hero. Sorry. I mean, there's not really much hey, that comes love, in the mail anymore. Good, All right, Pete. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, Pete. But this is the thing, like... Doing your job, taking it so serious. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Give me a break. So you're just Come delivering on. junk mail for so, the most part. Like, the mail service, why is... The, I don't understand it. There yeah. needs to be, like, less days. We could save so much money that way. Sorry, but... What's funny to me is, like, one dumb. government organization just find another organization. <laughs> so it's government money going yeah, to government exactly. money. Yeah. It's just um, tax yeah. pairs money now, shuffling like around. Like Uncle Sam took it from one pocket yeah. and just put it in the other. Yeah. Josh is in Fort Myers, and you're a roofer there in Fort Myers, Florida, and uh, I'm sure it is insane sometimes. Yeah, sir. This this post office OSHA stuff is a bunch of bull honky. I mean, we're we're a large Florida-based roofing company. My family owns it. We're OSHA approved, and... We work 40, 50, 60 hours a week in this extreme temperature. Last August, I checked the weather one day. I'm up on the roof. It was 96 degrees with a feels-like temperature of 105 with humidity 100%. Yeah. Lightning, lightning warnings, thunderstorm warnings. <laughs> uh-huh. Lightning and, warnings. And, and it was just the most beautiful day. <laughs> and we're working... 40, 50 hours a week in that. And the only OSHA rule that we got to abide by is make sure we have water yeah. close by. And that's that's it. You sign up for a job, you do your job. And now I watch guys quit week after week after week, but it's the, it's the name of the game. It's the name of the job. Mm. Yeah, no, because you know what it's you're hot. getting into. You're yeah, a exactly. Florida mailman. Yeah. You yeah. know the deal when you take the job. Someone said OSHA was never there when I was in Iraq, and it was 130 degrees. No. Dicks. Yeah. No. Well, listen, there's a mailman, and then there's a postman. There's a postman. You know? Yeah, you can be a mailman. <laughs> or you can be a postman. Yeah. The goddamn postman. Report and look your postmaster general right in his oh eyes. Oh, my God. I love that guy. Go to war. Give That's him- who I want delivering my junk mail, lease. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, ma'am. Your weekly saver. <laughs> you exactly. Oh, I was waiting for that. I couldn't There's wait to put that back a- in the recycle bin. Exactly. Thank all God it's here. It's I say this. If we all had postmen, yeah. we sure would feel a lot differently about stuff. Oh, we would. About the mail. Yeah, we had to they turn, lost their way. We had to turn to like these versions of like uh, like bounty hunters or whatever, which are like the UPS and the FedExes of the yeah. world. They're like another. Well, they just realized the postman had lost their way. Yeah, we'll become mailman. They're like mercenaries from packages, package yeah. mercenaries, and those guys take their job. Like I hate to say it, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna like hearing this, but those guys are postmen. They are postmen. Who? Who it be? True postman. You know, like a UPS driver. He's a postman. I had to go to the post office like last week to pick up two packages that were, I missed the delivery on. I had to sign for. It was a ghost town in there. There was no one in the post office. Oh, you win. (laughs) Then you win. Because every time I go in, there's a nightmare. Me too. I find that it's, you won. Tell me where that place is so I can go there. (laughs) That is true. There's always a line when I go. Oh, my God. There's like a line and no one wants to help anybody. There's a line. There's four people standing there not helping anybody. Just fine with it. Mm. Oh. And a lot of attitude. Yeah, attitude. I was scared. I was really scared to go. Like, it is amazing I, how mad they get at you for not understanding the rules right. with mailing stuff. I'm like, I, this is not my job. I don't do this for a living. Yeah. I just need to get this package to the state safely, please. Yep. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. I've had good experiences and bad. There's postman and then there's mailman. <laughs> yeah. Mailman or postman. God, I want a postman. I want a postman so bad. The last one, I remember I got into a bit of an argument with the lady because she's like, is there any like illegal chemicals in here? I'm like, no. Yeah. So you just expected me to know that? I'm like, am I supposed to write no illegal chemicals in here? Wow, she like... Like, so, so you just bring it up and I just sign off on the little pad here that I don't have anything illegal? Crazy. And, she's, and then she mumbled to herself and just kept going. Yeah. And the place, like this building must have been built in 1872 and right. they haven't touched it since. It was built mm. by postman. Yes. For postman. Oh, by the way, someone's saying that the United States Postal Service doesn't receive any government funds at all. They survive from the stamps they sell. I, I stamps? Guess, I guess it was. Yeah, they, yeah, survive. they survive from the stamps. We should be closing down any minute. <laughs> I know, Stamps? Right? Well, that's why stamp prices go up every month. Yeah. But, but how like, many people are mailing things? I don't mail well, you anything. Know, but who? the people who mail are companies. Companies do that direct. Oh, that, oh they, yeah, they do the little, like, juju. That, oh, stuff, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you, that stuff that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah, you that's keeping them alive. Businesses. That is wild. That's keeping them alive. Stamps. And lots of businesses still oh, yeah. use stamps and mail stuff out. Yeah. You know, um, but mm. not a lot of sympathy here for those Ugh. Florida mail deliveries. We raised the price of stamps by two cents. <laughs> and last month we only made $85 to fund the whole country. Don't you love <laughs> that on like the crappiest, coldest day in a giant room full of mailmen? A postman stood up and said, postman we should be out there. He did. He's like, he's a postman. They should get him a badge and a, like a duster no, jacket. they hate him. They're going <laughs> to set his wee yes. truck on fire. Yes. <laughs> he's speaking up. They don't want him to he's speak just like the He's just like Kevin Costner in the movie, The Postman. <laughs> he is. That's all I see. <laughs> he's going to be our next president. Yep. Billy Wethington of Kentucky likes beef. Yeah. Like a lot of beef. I like beef. And now uh, police in Louisville, Kentucky say he stole a snot load of it. Uh, according to cops, Wethington can be seen on surveillance video at his former place of employment loading eight to ten beef tenderloins into a garbage bag and putting them in his car. And this wasn't a one-time heist. Over the course of eight months, he got away with $100,000 worth of beef tenderloin. Oh, my God. That's a lot. He loves beef tenderloin. He loves him some beef tenderloin. It was all for personal use, he said. Stop it. But they finally caught on. There is his mugshot. How is that even possible? How do you, how do you eat $100,000 worth of beef? Well, beef tenderloin's expensive, right? No, if, I know. You'd have to have it, like, every night, I would assume. Tenderloin? Mm. Just a life full of tenderloin. I don't know if I've even... I've, I've had it, I'm sure, but... Yeah, I, you've had it. I don't know what it Normally is. Normally, it's in, sold in, like... Is it, like, the tube? Big, the big pieces. The big meaty you, tube? You, uh, we buy <laughs> one, and we'll slice it into steaks to use. Yeah. It's a really tender cut of meat. Yeah. Yeah. I usually get the pork tenderloin. Yeah, I get a lot of pork tenderloins, too. It's right in the name. And a tender tenderloin. It's a tenderloin. Right from the loin. My loin is also tender. <laughs> Mine's so tender. <laughs> All right. We'll move on, taste on that note. Thank <laughs> you. Not you, but okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying. That's weird. Uh, and our next story, you know, all the talk. <laughs> Jesus, hell. <laughs> I had to just give one more for the postman. postman. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. for the postman. postman. That's that for that. the postman. The true postman. Postman Pete. Um, all the talk lately of countries at war with each other has seemed to focus on North Korea and the U.S., and word now is that Kim Jong-un is rebuilding his nuclear facility after oh, yeah. the talks didn't go well the other day. Well, what's kind of fallen by the wayside is one of the major wars we can be concerned about, mm-hmm. Canada and Norway. My God. 
Battle of the Titans. Yeah. Canada is at war with Norway. Vikings mm. versus hockey players. Over who has <laughs> the tallest moose. Sounds oh. like the longest oh, fight ever. <laughs> Ours is huge, eh? This moose is around nine feet high. This moose there is like nine and one inches, eh? Or this like one, here is about two centimeters, eh? Nine uh, feet, one inch, point seven inches. Neither one of us would be using the terrible old school imperialistic system, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we would be using the metric system for sure. That's eh? true. <laughs> yeah, we better so figure true. this out pretty quick, eight meters, eh? I'm too American to do this bit. <laughs> CTV News has the story on this war. When Canada and Norway locked horns in an epic battle this winter... The oh, wow, it's even about a fake moves. A silly <laughs> squabble pitting two statues against one another for the title of world's largest moose. With Moose Jaw's 35-year-old Mac... Losing to this big silver beauty, which it's stands impressive. just 30 centimeters taller. It fired up a GoFundMe to make Mac the Moose bigger and even launched a musical melee. Norway's peace loving song was met with this one. And it's no way, Norway, of course you want a truce. You went and stole the honor of our undisputed moose. Only one thing could melt the tension a moose summit. And so That's the deputy good. mayor of Stura of Del Norway traveled to Saskatchewan and was met by the mayor of Moose Jaw. And a true moose truce was forged. Well, I love Mac. Uh, he's very, very close and near and dear to our hearts. And uh, uh, but, uh, that is a shiny moose over there. And uh, <laughs> I know I've said it looks like a hood ornament. That's just been jealousy in my own heart. And, and please forgive me for that comment. But it's been fun. So we, you just got to sit back and enjoy this and, you know, try to make the moose out of it. A full oh. feud that oh, made international boy, headlines. Oh. The politicians hope to make capitalize by promoting tourism in the region. There might even be children's books written about the two big statues. <laughs> but in the end, Moose Jaw might still have the last laugh. The fun to build up Mac is still growing, and work to make him taller will begin in spring. I'm thinking uh, Canada might have the biggest moose in the future, and we're totally fine with that. And so the leaders intend to make nice, bury the antlers. Norway willing to be the bigger country, even though in the end it might not have the bigger moose. Norway's moose is beautiful. It's a gorgeous moose. Oh my god! Beautiful, beautiful. I think it's majestic. Silver, just muscular moose. Like its background too. Well, it's Norway, you know. It was like an airplane taking off or something in the Canadian one, but. Yeah, Norway wins most beautiful moose, but uh, soon Saskatchewan will have world's biggest. Could you imagine all you had going for you? And I think that's a giant moose. That's it. And I think that's it. That's all they have. So if they lose that, they've lost everything. So they can't lose it. They're going to make that moose taller so it can be still the world's biggest moose. They probably would have had to change all their signs and stationery. Oh, yeah. (laughs) World's world's second biggest moose. (laughs) They mm-hmm. have to change it to Canada's biggest moose oh, or North yeah. America's biggest moose. Yeah. Something like that. But no, they're not happy with that. They, want... they didn't go full on to war, though. No, not so far anyway. <laughs> Things have kept pretty peaceful. Uh, the job website CareerCast puts out a list every year of the most stressful jobs in America. This year, Soldier took the top spot again. Hard to argue that soldier is the most stressful job in the country. Yeah, yep. soldier. None of our jobs yeah. really compare. No, nope. on that level, nope. not even close. What's next, though? 
firefighter, airline pilot, police officer, broadcaster. Oh, please. <laughs> really? How? Broadcasters uh, in the top five. That's dumb. Oh, wait a second. What is, is this most stressful? Most stressful. Well, think about it, because most broadcasters... You are worried every single day. About it's your last day. Yeah, that's true. Like, you don't have enough money to pay any of your bills. Yeah, you have to really realize, like, being a broadcaster for 90% is, bad. is terrible. Yeah. Oh, I lived it. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, we're still living Four bucks an hour, okay? <laughs> right. it's, t- it's hard to plan a life making still four bucks. Not, it's, it's, it's not stressful in the, the other five. way, in, like, I'm getting shot at. No, it doesn't like, even compare. It's not even on the same level. It's kind of it beats just doctor. Yeah, yeah surgeon. A lot of things. Right, yeah, you're a brain surgeon. Like no medical <laughs> profession made the top ten. The no, rest we of don't them, deserve to be in there. No. no, we don't. No, and there's another one in there too. Uh, the rest of them are event coordinator, news reporter, newsman, public relations <laughs> executive, senior corporate executive, and taxi slash Uber driver. Mm. Mm. All the most stressful jobs in America. The least stressful, medical sonographer. That's someone who does ultrasounds. Oh. I have the least it's stressful pretty, job. Yeah, it's pretty easy, easy, easy going. Just you know? jelly and just jelly rooms. someone. <laughs> jelly and rub. Yeah, yep. jelly and rub. That's it. It's That's like it. jelly and rub. So it's not bad. The rest of the least stressful jobs, compliance officer, hairstylist, audiologist, university professor, medical records technician, jeweler, Operations research analyst, a pharmacy technician, and a massage therapist actually makes the list of one of the least stressful jobs. Mm. Yeah. A lot of those jobs seem stressful to me. Pharmacist, yeah. you have to make sure you get those, all those drugs right. Yeah. yeah. Oops. And also not try to have any for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really <laughs> so <stressful>. many around. <laughs> massage therapists are always being asked to touch stuff they shouldn't have to touch. Exactly. That it, seems like that would be stressful. It's funny that like doctors and surgeons and stuff didn't really... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. People, I don't know if people you're a brain just brain surgeon. You make one that you sneeze and somebody's going to taste colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, <laughs> the rest right. of their lives, they're going to wake up speaking French. Mm. Now, John has a job he thinks should make the top five most stressful jobs. What is it, John? Hey, I got no problem with the soldier, fireman, policeman, all that stuff. Mm. I totally agree. But a custodian at a, at a school. Has to be in the top five, man. You, we never know what we're gonna walk into in those bathrooms someday. <laughs> I mean, I've called him before and told you guys some stories. So I mean, it's like going into battle too. Yeah, it's just a different type <laughs> yeah. of war. Yeah. It's just a different type of war. But you know, we, we go to our own battle some days. Yeah, no, no, I get it, man. No Absolutely, he is like post-traumatic custodian stress disorder. Yeah, mm-hmm. not knowing what he's in for. Yeah, we, we all agree. Although as stressful as our job can be at times, as broadcasters, we don't deserve to be in the top 10 most no. stressful jobs no. by any means. We're going to take a break here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. And when we come back in a moment, lots more to come, including Celebrity Dirt. Should radio stations ban Michael Jackson's music now? Did R. Kelly's freak out get even worse yesterday? And what's the bad news for Alex Trebek? We're going to get to that and more in just a moment when we return on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. 
Some scary moments at Los Angeles International Airport. Police responded to 911 calls of shots fired, but later said the reports were unfounded. So what was the Zorro guy all about? Who what? They yeah. arrested a fat Zorro. In LAX. Putting Twitter fat Zorro. Zorro guy arrested. Right there, man in Zorro costume. In addition to the confusion, yeah. a man dressed in a Zorro costume was detained. <laughs> show his face because he's black Zorro. He's fat black Zorro. This is the greatest hero he has to say for himself. I'll come to LAX. Next thing I know, LAPD's all over me. Just yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time, yeah, right? Exactly. We're down on the ground, fat box are! Down! Down! What in the hell? What are you up to? I'm just Zorro, baby! What are you doing here? I just got off a plane! Luckily, story, what is that outfit? Oh, hell, if I was gonna kill everybody, I wouldn't dress like Zorro. That suit's pretty tight. Tighten all the right spots. <laughs> the ladies love it. Are those gloves you're wearing? Yeah, I got my fingers out of them so I can smoke. Zorro shouldn't smoke. This Zorro smoke. Luckily, no one was hurt. Low, honestly, luckily, fat black Zorro wasn't just killed. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hey there, it is uh, 726 now on Dave and Chuck the Freak, and uh, a very recurring theme in emails we get sent to us here at the show is threesomes. Should I do it? Yeah. Yes. Most people seem to think that we are the expert on threesomes. Uh, this one has a bit of a twist, though. Uh, this woman said, love the show, listen every day, I have a dilemma. My husband and I have participated in some threesomes with a woman. Uh, we've done it a few times a year. I suggested, let's switch it up. Let's get another guy in here. Oh wow! Oh, what a what a weird what a weird one. He wasn't down for that. Ah, uh, well, okay, okay. I thought we were talking to the guy. No, 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 no. Okay, we're talking to the wife. Okay. She said, "What he did though is give me a pass to sleep with one guy of my choosing." This is the twist I was telling you about. My husband and I are twenty eight. The guy I want to sleep with is sixty one. <laughs> <laughs> drink out don't waste it he's my ex-co-worker i find him incredibly hot my question to you guys is if i told my husband the guy i'm thinking of do you think he'd be offended or mad that i want a much older man to rock my world i'd say uh, go ahead. 61 is <laughs> go go bang him mm-hmm don't get tangled up in his ball sack. <laughs> Don't look at his fully naked body. <laughs> That's best case scenario. Obviously, he's the one only... of these guys that keeps himself in good shape. Yeah. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. Some dudes yeah. are just. They got it. Yeah. yeah. Like Dave's dad could nail so oh, many don't chicks. Talk about my dad that way. <laughs> it's true. Um. Would you be mad? Would it freak you out if she was going for someone 60s in his 60s? I would just be, it's already, it, it It doesn't apply to any of us because yeah, the hard. guy gave the chick a free pass to bang someone Right, they else. got a different, a whole different setup than. Yeah, you can't even, it's hard to even wrap your head around Because you lost me at, I'd like to try another guy. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. exactly. But, I, if I was this guy and I was feeling any nerves about, oh man, well, you know, she's gonna, she must have some guy that she works with, that she wants to bang, 
and she's going to try and do that. And then you find out it's the 61-year-old ex-co-worker. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah. Best case scenario. Okay. I guess it is, right? On some level, hopefully he sees that that way. It's a. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a risk for him mm. to let his girl nail this hot 61-year-old. Yeah. No, I mean... It, and better than having to do um, uh, a threesome with another man. Way mm-hmm. better. <laughs> so if he's got to pick one of them, let your broad nail the 61-year-old. Yeah, to me, it's that's like a done deal. Yeah, so on paper, lady, we don't think he would have an issue with it. You never know. Some people's boundaries are different, but um seems like it's a pretty safe bet for you to pick as someone for your free pass. If you're getting one, what a wild scenario to get in a, to be in a free pass type of relationship. It's just wild to me. It is. It's wild. Free pass. Mm-hmm. I was like, the only thing he has an issue with is not the age. It's more the fact that she knew him and was crazy attracted to him. So he's not a random. That's oh, that's fine. When you have sex with a 61 year old, you're you're gonna learn some stuff about not having sex with 61 year old dudes. Oh yeah. Yeah, he may not live up to her expectations. No. And God knows, he may not even want to do it. Yeah, you He don't may know. say no thanks. You don't know. I mean, the Viagra, he might pound her for four straight hours. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. But uh, at the same time, it just, it doesn't, I wouldn't be as threatened that it's going to become something and it's going to be this long-term relationship and, you know, yeah. there's way less of a chance that this girl abandons you as the guy to go for the 61-year-old. That's all. It's the safest thing. Yeah. Uh, so remember, follow up. Totally safe. Let us know if you bang the 61-year-old guy or not. Email at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Uh, the next one said, uh, I had a strange and gross experience at the gym I needed to share with you guys. In the locker room, about to leave after my workout, this old guy comes out of the shower. Not a big deal. I played hockey my whole life, and this thing doesn't phase me. This old guy apparently was in a locker right beside mine. So instead of moving down a bit, he just drops his towel inches from me. So now I have a naked old guy standing right in my personal space. I turn slightly. Now to the corner of my eye, I see him wiping his ass, almost touching me with the towel. I was absolutely horrified. I basically sprinted out of the locker room to get away from that guy. That can't be something anyone else has had to deal with, right? There aren't just people standing next to people in locker rooms wiping their asses. Please tell me people have more decency than that. Mm. Welcome to the world, dude. No, this 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 happens all all the time. time. This is a common locker room experience for people. It's why people don't like gym locker rooms. Yeah. Most guys can deal with other nudity. Elderly men will do things in locker rooms. They don't give a crap, dude. They don't give a crap. It is incredibly common. I, I don't know where you've been. Maybe you're new to the gym world. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're at a gym with a just a gigantic locker room, change room, you're going to see that stuff all the time. Old timers used to have to go to swim class and be nude. Yeah, they did. Isn't that weird? You know? <laughs> yeah, and they just... Like the swim team was all nude. They've lost all ability to care at that point. They don't care what oh, other people they think. And they don't care if their no. ass towel gets on you. No. Yeah. So an ass towel got on you, huh? I was <laughs> a big whip to I you. was in WWII fighting the Jerry's. <laughs> How's that for you? Huh? The last towel? What'd you say? Ass <laughs> towel. Huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think you just got to man up and realize if you're going to continue at that gym, you're just going to have to yeah. deal with it. Mm. 
All right, let's get on to some celebrity dirt right now on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Should radio stations ban Michael Jackson's music now? Did R. Kelly's freakout get even worse yesterday? And we'll start with some bad news for Alex Trebek. I will say out of the gate, I may have said some not so nice things about this man through the years. He's, uh, he's not always the nicest guy, though. He has to, No, to me, all I've said is he comes across as a... A douche. Yeah, yeah. A pretentious, pompous. pompous douche. Yeah, and, and yeah that's, you wish no harm on him. I no. absolutely do not wish any harm on him. That's why I wanted to clarify people. Mm. So people like, Dave, you said you hated him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I may dislike people, but I don't want them to die. Right. 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 And that's unfortunately that's not always the case with you. No, uh, no, it is. Well, I mean, <laughs> not pedophiles. always. Pedophiles are different. Um, Alex Trebek, unfortunately, just diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. He is 78 years old and, um, he posted it. That's real. That's bad, real bad. Stage, that's four. That's stage four. Stage four. It gets. You, no, it's I not know. Long. It's, no, that's he a bad one. Posted this video where he nonchalantly told everyone about. Yeah, he it. tried to make a joke. Even here it is. Hi everyone. I have some news to share with all of you, and it's in keeping with my longtime policy of being open and transparent with our Jeopardy fan base. I also wanted to prevent you from reading or hearing some overblown or inaccurate reports regarding my health. So therefore, I wanted to be the one to pass along this information. Now, just like 50,000 other people in the United States each year, this week I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Now normally the prognosis for this is not very encouraging, but I'm gonna fight this and I'm gonna keep working and with the love and support of my family and friends, and with the help of your prayers also, I plan to beat the low survival rate statistics for this disease. Truth told, I have to, because under the terms of my contract, I have to host Jeopardy for three more years. So help me, keep the faith, and we'll win. We'll get it done. Thank you. Yikes. Yeah, he kind of handled it like a boss. Though. He totally did. I know. I give him that for sure. That's pretty incredible to have the wits about you to just put it out there and make a joke and make light of it because it's real bad. The yeah. survival really, rate really is bad. incredibly. Low. That's a bad what, one. What is it? What is the survival rate? I didn't look. It's I, so I, low. I know and the and it, at stage four because you you don't have symptoms up until you have no symptoms up until it's stage four usually, and that's why it never gets caught before that. This is um, why, like, so you're Alex Trebek, right? You've you've made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Retire? Should, no, you should be getting oh. those. You should be getting those full body scans, like full body scans. Between two and six months is generally the median survival rate. No, but I mean, like, how many? Perc- what is the percentage of people who beat it? Does no it's one really beat it? Low. I don't think. I I, don't I think just so. know it's super bad because it's one I've heard of specifically. Yeah. I know someone who passed away from it. Ninety-five percent of people die from it. She yeah. was diagnosed like quick. It was quick. It was so quick. Like you, she was fine, and then she was gone. You know, so it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I might be wrong, but I feel like Bill Hicks, the comedian, died of pancreatic cancer. Oh yeah, I could be wrong. Jeopardy legend Ken Jennings tweeted: "Alex is in a way the last Cronkite, an authoritative, reassuring TV voice you hear every night, almost to the point of ritual." Alex is very aware of how much he means to millions of people and how we will be pulling for him. I hope that's a comfort. I also hope some very good L.A. oncologists are getting ready to have their mispronunciations corrected by him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we wish they do well. That's, it is pretty shocking. Sad. It is. Uh, 
it's not good news. But. How old is he? Uh, he's in his 70s, right? I think we looked this up recently because he just signed a new contract. Literally, he just signed a new contract, I think, this year. What is his age here? He's 78. 78. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I mean, it sucks. Something's coming for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. It sucks. So making it to 78 is pretty good. Sucked, doesn't it? You know? Freaks me out. It freaks me out, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm going to get a seven heart test done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a couple of weeks. Not that there's anything wrong with me. I just don't get it checked. Want to well, make sure wild. I'm all checked out. You know, Alex Rebecca probably went to the doctor regularly. He's in his 70s. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. There's, there's nothing no you can do. The only this. way to do it is to have one of those full, like a body. But there's two sides of it, okay? So, like, you can go, and I don't know how much they cost if they're like five grand, but that's what I'm saying. It's Alex, Alex Trebek. You've made millions. Mm you you get the full body scan is it better to just have lived your life and then something gets you or is it better to like find it and find it and be like oh man and you you know then you're a whole bunch of your life is just worried about trying to beat that thing and then maybe you don't yeah you're right i don't know there's two ways to look at it i guess patrick swayze died from pancreatic cancer five weeks after he found out he had it yeah steve jobs died of pancreatic cancer as well so people with a lot of money still didn't help them right that doesn't make a difference uh someone said heavier people make it a little longer than skinnier people do yeah i don't know i don't know your pancreas is super important Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. Another celebrity dirt this morning. Uh, singer R. Kelly is facing new accusations in Detroit this morning. I saw that. Of having sex with a Detroit woman when she was just 13 back in 2001. She says Kelly also gave her herpes when she was 17. Detroit police say they've been made aware of the accusation. They add investigators have not yet talked to her, though. Kelly is currently behind bars in Chicago. He was taken uh, into custody yesterday for unpaid child support. And he also faces separate sex crimes charges in Illinois. Now, he, of course, has been in the news a lot over the past couple of days because he sat down for an exclusive interview with CBS This Morning. It is the most attention CBS This Morning has received ever in years. (laughs) Ever, yeah. (laughs) No, you're right. Maybe when uh, Charlie, um, what can I think of his last name? Charlie Sheen? No, the former co-host. Oh, Incredible broadcaster also though turned out to be a perv. Charlie, come on. Why can't Charlie think- Rose? Charlie yes, Rose, Charlie Rose. Rose. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. I was like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I said Charlie Rose and then it, no one said anything wrong. Oh, oh, I, 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 I didn't hear you. I missed you. Oh, I didn't hear you. I missed it too. I didn't hear you. Yeah, so until like, was, he was... My head was racing yeah. with Charlie's. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie Char- co-hosted that show. Yes, and yes. Obviously was booted off after some allegations about him came out. But anyway, uh, Gail King, one of the co-hosts of CBS this morning, got an exclusive interview with R. Kelly. We played a bit of it yesterday. They just gave us a tease, but the rest of his freakout got way worse. Oh, yeah, he lost it. Here's a bit of the rest of the R. Kelly interview. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. Don't bang kids. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. 
Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. You don't want to believe it. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're going to let the camera keep going. This is not true. This is not, doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real young girls out there being abducted, being raped. Okay? They really are on chains. They really do have chains on their on their wrists, and they can't get out. Robert, and they're ending up buried in deep. Robert, we have to have a conversation. Really, I, I don't want you just ranting at the camera. Okay, I, think I came here for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of help? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. Because my heart is so big, people betray me, and I keep forgiving them. You sound like you're playing the victim here. You sound like R. Kelly. You do. When I listen to you, I'm just it does telling sound the like truth. you're playing the victim. I'm just telling the truth. And the reason I'm emotional, Robert, and I apologize you, for that, no, is no, because no, this no. is the first time I was able to, to say speak. something. Yeah. I've said nothing. Gail, you um, remained tough and calm throughout that. Well, I mean, it, w it wouldn't do any good if we both got hysterical yeah. <laughs> or if we got if we both got very emotional. And you could see uh, he, he felt that in his mind, everybody's lying. I said, but there's so many people who are telling the same story. And he kept going back, going back. I said, but the women don't know each other. And he said, how do you know they don't know each other on social media? You're connected. He thinks everybody's trying to do a book deal or they're trying to do a movie and that really are, people are conspiring against him. I have to say, I've never seen anything like that. What was he? It. It's all crazy stuff. She did. I got to give it to her. She maintained her composure. She did. Yeah. That she whole said she interview. didn't even get up. She was just like, sit out. Yeah, Richard. Mm -hmm. Robert. Richard. Or oh, is it Robert? <laughs> Robert. Robert. Sit down. Um, he, of course, married Aaliyah in 1994 when she was 15. She did not bring that up. Hmm. She did speak to his two current Jeez, girlfriends. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that either. There, he married a 15-year-old? Yes, he married he did. a 15-year-old. Oh. There's a documentary on lifetime i don't i think i don't it aired already oh, it's called surviving r yeah, kelly yeah i could only watch and, about 20 minutes of it yeah it was, it's pretty interesting but you, so he was abused as a child too and sure but never, that's how half of it happens i know but never received any kind of not not that he's you know feel sorry for him but it just sheds more light on his mental oh state. he needs mental he help needs that's help. the help he needs absolutely he does well, um, and the thing is uh, you know i always think about these guys who are like big stars and I'm sure he had like people. I'm sure he had people that were out there trying to find whatever he's looking for. He did. Yeah. That's, that was what as they mentioned. Some mm -hmm. of that on that surviving R Kelly, that he had a team. Like if people go and find what that famous person wants, wants. And then they, they well, he showed up at his old high school looking for people, looking for girls. Mm. You know, I mean, I just don't listen. Listen, I get it. I mean, he's looking at being in jail for who knows how long, rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand the freak out. I understand why you're freaking out. And he doesn't have the money. Like, he's still behind bars this morning because they can't get $100,000 to post bond for him. And Gail asked him about that, and he said he hasn't been able to work. He hasn't been making any money. Like he is in, he has no money right now. Right. He's blown it all. 
Um, she also interviewed his two current girlfriends. Talked to their families, who basically said they're being held, you know, against their will. Mm-hmm. And then talked to the girls who said their families are lying. They love him. He's a great man. They're, they're not being psychologically held against their will. Yeah. And that their parents just basically are looking to get money out of the situation. See, Both the, girls said the exact same thing. Right. But this is where it gets weird. It's like... um he makes them believe. He makes him believe it, that, and then yeah. also he makes himself believe it. Right. Mm. Like, you're such a master manipulator because you've had things happen to you. You've had people Starting manipulate like, yeah. you yeah. in life, mm-hmm. and you learn those lessons, and you do it again. Like, history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because you could say the exact same thing about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson suffered abuse as a child. Yes. And that has led to what are now all these claims coming out about him, which have been coming out for years yeah. and years. Right. But now these allegations of child molestation um, highlighted in HBO's Leaving Neverland documentary are forcing radio stations across the country to pull his music from their channels. Three have confirmed they've done it in Canada, three Montreal radio stations. Uh, but they say several American radio stations have pulled his music, they just haven't made it official. They haven't made an announcement. So they're not announcing But they're looking at plays of his songs and how they plummeted over the past week because stations have stopped playing his music. Well, it's like not the time you want to really highlight Michael Jackson music. Right. No. You know. Becomes a tricky situation for programmers. Like, how do you, you know, how do you handle it? They say with the, they're not deciding whether Michael Jackson is guilty or not. We're just merely trying to make sure that our radio stations are going to play the music that people want to hear at this time. They're not saying they pulled it forever. Yeah. They're pulling it now, which a lot of radio stations have done. Um, from the two-night event, Sunday's part one carried the bulk of the interest. 1.29 million people tuned in to watch that. It's the third largest audience for an HBO documentary ever. That popularity... And um, I guess everything that's been talked about since then are causing the Jackson family to continue to try and prevent it from being aired again. Well, it's not going to happen. Jackson's estate has filed a lawsuit against HBO and the documentary's creators claiming that it violates an agreement from a previous contract. And the lawsuit points to Jackson's 2005 criminal case for which the singer was found not guilty of the same accusations. There was a long time when there wasn't much Michael Jackson ever being played again, and then he died, Mm -hmm. and And then then a bunch of people wanted to hear stuff again, and he was dead, and he's a great guy, Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that he had done just went away, Mm -hmm. and radio stations were playing his music again, and that's the way it is, and now it's just like a wake-up call, like, oh, wait, you know what? No, stuff wasn't just great all the time. But the thing is, like, I don't think any radio stations being holier than thou. No, they're just no, no, no. they're just reacting to radio stations do no- this all the time. All just the time. heads up, people. When nine eleven hit, there was a ton of songs on our radio station that had to be pulled. Mm-hmm. Let the bodies hit the floor was one of them. Yep. Yeah, you know, they just there was a lot. There was like a hundred hundred songs that were like no. told to different stations they couldn't play. It just. It wasn't appropriate for the tone of the country at that moment, right? Yeah. So you pull them and you don't play them. They eventually come back in for most of them anyway. Yeah, yeah it's hard to imagine Michael Jackson's songs never being played again. Yeah. Yeah. It is odd. I mean, the one documentary did this. 
Well, uh, because stuff's been out there for... I people know, forget. But, people forget. Well, yeah, and him being acquitted. Some it, of them were settlements. You know, they were settlements, well, Most exactly. of the time it was settlements. Like a settlement. That, that's, but that makes it go away to to people. Yeah. And then or then you're like, oh, yeah, he was, he's a freak and everything. And then, he, like you said, he dies. And then... Yeah. Yeah, Everyone's cool with him again, and then everyone that's fans don't you don't know what to do. You don't know how to react. You're like, well, I like his music. I grew up with his music or whatever, and then it's well, because like, musically so the guy's it's, a genius. Like yeah. musically, yes. the guy's a genius. But he went through stuff as a kid, and it obviously messed him up so bad. And then I think, and you know, my gut tells me, and it's alleged that he did stuff with kids. Mm. But then it's what's crazy about the way we are as a society is that someone dies and then they're a great person again. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you're such fans of them, you choose not to listen to reality. And which I think a lot of people do in Britain, they're crazy about Michael Jackson. Like it's still he's huge there still. And to the they've been holding like protest in the streets against this documentary. Mm hmm. Uh, and so these they guys like his music so much they just can't accept yeah. they, they can't accept disconnect it. from reality yeah these guys these two guys that spoke out in this documentary have been getting a ton of death threats from diehard michael jackson fans who well, are upset they spoke out and it is crazy because even james was mentioning that the one guy was wait like had always said nothing happened nothing happened nothing yeah, happened. Robs them guy and had you know, a great career because yeah because of it but now you see why he didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, like because of the backlash, backlash, yeah. death yeah. threats. Right. I mean, there is the Michael Jackson hasn't really had a cool song since what? Bad. Yeah. I it's a minor hit, but obviously not. No minor hit. I'm saying cool level songs. That he was at. You know what I mean? Like for me to like a Michael Jackson song, it's you know what I mean. Yeah. It's hard to listen to Pretty Young Thing these days, though. He didn't like black and black or white. I love it. <laughs> It does suck, though, as a fan it. of anything, like, when you find out that, yeah, that artist... Yeah, you don't know how to react. Like, you become, you know, you're involved all the yeah, time. You have to sucks. make a choice of... I said I liked Louis for years. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I loved Louis C.K. Yeah. And, and you then, guys have a hard time letting go of that. And yeah. I get it. You are such a fan that, it, you know, you, you well, hope it's not that even, it's not I true. I don't watch anything of his anymore because I'm just like, ah, oh, that sucks. It mm-hmm. ruined his whole... Yeah, you can't... It's... It ruined him, like, for me. Yeah, like Kevin made, Spacey's the same way. I love yeah. a million Kevin Spacey movies. Yeah, and then the guy's a total complete scumbag. And now I'm like, uh, I see a Kevin Spacey movie come on that I would normally watch if he wasn't a rapey kind of douche. Yeah, <laughs> and then now I'm just like, nah, something else. I love Mar- Mario Batali's food, and now that's ruined. Right, it's done. Yeah, I yelled at this a person at his ended. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk. That's closed now. <laughs> well, it's not closed. That one in Vegas, I oh, think. Oh, the is. Vegas one is. Yeah, the New York one. Oh, I thought one, you were just, talking about just, how he just sold all of his he, shares to everything. Yeah, just yesterday yeah, that was yeah. announced. It does suck. But even me. for me, on my level, like Charlie Rose, I looked up to as a newsman. I thought he was one of the greatest interviewers of our time. He is. He was. I watched his stuff, and then you find out he's one of these douchebags too. Well, I think, you know, I've said it before. What I think Most about people. like old school broadcasters, I think it's yeah. just was par for the course. Yeah. What sucks about Charlie Rose is like he was. I, he was like one of them I trusted, like out of the news, right? Out of all the newsmen, yeah. Like Charlie Rose is a good guy, and then, just be, oh, Charlie I, Rose is a terrible. And did this guy. stuff come out yeah. about Tom Brokaw too over the past year? Like Everything. everyone you can imagine. That's mm-hmm. what I mean because I think being a newsman back in the day just went along with bang, like the Ron Burgundy, yeah, stuff is based in reality. It's 
Oh God, yes. There's and I've seen that. I've seen that in live and in person in my when I at the start of my career. I've yeah. seen those guys. They exist. They're everywhere. I never knew about poppers until this show. I never knew about a lot of stuff until this show, yeah. to be honest. But uh poppers, I guess big in the gay community. I'm still not exactly sure what they do for you, but um they found out that Lucille Ball was into poppers. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, are you talking about jalapeno? No, no. <laughs> no they're huge with gays. Everyone knows it. It's no, a drug. I remember they came up on the show like a year jalapeno ago. Jalapeno poppers. Yeah, I'm like, what's the... What's here's, 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 all I think yeah. the pops. Poppers yeah. are liquid inhalants that give you an intense buzz. They became popular as an aid to gay sex. But originally, it was a prescription drug to treat pain in the chest. And they found out that uh, as they looked into Lucille Ball's death, she was using this hmm. poppers. Yeah. She may have where, been dealing with heart issues where you get years them? before that. I don't know where you get them. I think you can get them at, like, gay bars. And oh, okay. I don't understand exactly what the attraction is, though. Like, why are they associated with gay sex? Why are poppers and gay sex something that goes hand in hand? It's a painkiller, Dave. I've always heard it gives them oh for the back stuff. <laughs> well, I I think it's like a euphoric. Oh, okay. Uh, enhances. But why wouldn't stuff. then anyone having? Sex? I think they do. I don't. I think that it's just known. It's just it no, it's a sexual culture. Oh, okay. And, okay. Know, okay. No, it's not. Go. It's not specifically for gay sex. No. People could be using them. I I think people are taking drugs all the time <laughs> to have sex. You know, there's the classics. Like Sam uh, Kinison talked about doing it. Someone does oh, say yeah. they do relax the anus hmm. Hmm. so that makes sense <laughs> if jalapeno poppers are gay then call me boy george I'm like, is he talking about deep fried jalapeno pepper with cream cheese inside? You dip it yeah. in ranch? Those are delicious. It's big in the gay community. It's yeah. big in my house. Yeah. No wonder everybody thinks I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah. I just love jalapeno poppers so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. They do relax the muscles. They relax the sphincter. That's people are. Mm. Okay. Many okay. okay. texts coming yeah. in about this. Yeah, okay. Maybe. So yeah, like someone said, they call them whippets. Now whippets, the same thing. That's a different. I was going to say, cause right? I went to a gas station one time filling up my tank and around the ground, all over the ground were almost like little CO2 cartridges. Those are whippets. And I was like, those oh. are whippets, yeah, right? Those are whippets. These are, I think it's, em- I, like Hunter S. Thompson did did poppers, but I don't think they were called poppers. They were called emuls, like that person said. Well, uh, emul nitrate. Emul nitrate is exactly what they are, yeah. but they're referred to as poppers. Yeah, yeah. They make it loosen no, up. Must be yeah. saying it loosen I mean, it up. So that's why specifically people. it took off in the gay community. Yeah, I guess. but shocking to find out that Lucille, Lucille Ball, Ball must have had a real loosen oh, numb hole. She might have liked some stuff. Oh, you, you know? never know, right? I love Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> Lucy was cool as hell. I love Lucy's oh, anus. I love her. <laughs> oh my god, it's cool as hell. There'd be no funny women so without great. her. No, she's incredible. She's awesome. She led yeah. the way, man. Uh, the world just isn't going to be happy until Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper get a room and tear into each other like sex-starved Wolverines, I guess, because uh, Bradley is ready to move on from A Star Is Born now that award season is over. But they say Gaga is having a harder time letting go of that character because she feels very deeply about things. No one's saying it's a sex thing, but who knows that she did ditch her boyfriend in the middle of all this. 
But Bradley's still with his longtime girlfriend, and the source says she's not worried. Oh, she, she's kind of like the Johnny Depp where she's she got so deep into that role that she can't let it go. Kind of like he did with that Captain Jack Sparrow. Like he lived that he lived life as a captain for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he I did really did. Watch that Star is Born last night. You did? Yeah. What'd you think? It's a good movie. It, it wasn't what I thought at all. Like I thought it was going to be way different. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a movie for chicks and it was like like a kick-ass kind of movie <laughs> like yeah like oh really unexpected like i thought it was like a really good I'm surprised movie. you liked it yeah i am too. i didn't see it i was surprised i liked it i wasn't yeah, planning I will, on seeing it i will either. watch it i think eventually she does a good job in it bradley cooper does a good i wanted to hate the movie mm-hmm. yeah of course of course yeah. yeah and then you're like oh jeez. well good. it wasn't my somebody else wanted to watch it and yeah. i was like okay and then i was like i don't think i'm gonna let and i'm like huh it's a it was all right. It was all right. Mm, okay. Well, it's one of those movies I'd make Amber watch by herself, but yeah. if you think it's all right, then maybe we'll give it a shot. Unexpect- like, it's it's different. It's Has, but, a- yeah, she was on one of the talk shows and was like, listen, there's no, there's nothing going on. Mm. she ever like, acted before in anything? No, right? I don't think oh, so. Oh, I think she was. She in a, um, one of those shows that uh, horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a horror story. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she was in that? She was a vampire in one of the seasons. She's theatrical enough as the a whole, singer. Her but, whole thing is acting, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. The, it's a performance that she does. I feel yeah, like she did Broadway or something too. She's so talented. She's done a, she a couple is. of things, I guess. Uh, although my computer won't let me bring up the page. Oh, there we go. Um, well, they count. Jeez, they count weird things like Britain's Got Talent, and I yeah. thought overall her Very acting awesome. in that Star Is Born was good, but there were a couple of times where i was like wow i she struggled with that a little bit or oh, making really? that believable or oh uh, yeah just like a couple of times but like i said overall she's definitely time. done some stuff it's her imdb every time her song is played it counts i guess as her hmm. on her imdb or something because she's got a million things on here oh yeah that but makes it hard huh she seems like the type of person that would get really involved in in the role yeah yeah she well she's got a lot of stuff going on too yeah she like does. she is struggling through stuff all the time and um you have to real like. I think when she won that Oscar, it was like everything she ever wanted, mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, another celebrity dirt this morning. Uh, late last year, there were rumors floating around that Idris Elba may be the next to take on the James Bond role. He's making it clear that is not happening. He says he's flattered, but he's not interested because Bond is one of the biggest franchises in the world, and for that reason, he said whoever ends up playing it lives it. He goes on to say that he's creating characters now that can live beside him, not ones that would define him. Um, what, what's the guy? Who's the guy playing James Bond right now? Daniel Craig. Yeah. Did you see him? No. I think he was at the Oscars. I haven't seen him in a while. I know his wife was nominated for an Oscar, right? Rachel Vice. I feel like he looked a million years old. Hmm. He presented, I don't know, that was 2000. That was a long time ago. Is that it? That's him. Yeah, he presented at the Oscars this year. Yeah, he doesn't look bad in that photo, but when on the on the, on the TV, I would no, like when he was presenting. Oh, oh, I was like, oh no. Yeah, I could. Yeah, he's definitely aged some, mm-hmm. but uh, well, yeah, no, bad. I know, but I just I was like, oh, okay, so like Bond's an older guy now, you know, yeah. like um, Idris Elba, by the way, did take on another role. He's going to replace Will Smith as Deadshot in the new Suicide Squad movie. Who is? 
Idris Elba. Oh, that's we're just way better than Will Smith. Yeah. That idea. <laughs> oh, Me too, right? Will oh, Smith kind of was the only thing I didn't find believable in that. Yeah. I thought the same thing. He just wasn't right for that role. Yeah. Um, I guess scheduling conflicts. He couldn't sign on to do the movie. Mm. The only other person that has confirmed she's coming back, I believe, is um, the hottie. The hottie. Margot oh, Robbie? Margot Robbie. You oh. can't do it without her. Yeah, she's not going to be in it. My don't, brain's don't not working either. I knew the name and I can't. I'm real bad like, today. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I just, the girl from the goddamn, the clown girl. She's got a bat. Clown girl. She's got a bat. She's got a baseball bat. She's a clown girl. And, uh, Meso ro- Rody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, if, you I don't get Margot Robbie, if you don't get Margot Robbie, just pass. I know. Yeah, I get the Suicide Squad. Pass. A uh, couple other notes here. Uh, Arrow is coming to an end on the CW. I didn't see one <laughs> single episode. Mm. It was recently renewed for an eighth season. Yeah. So it's been on for almost eight years, but they said that's going to be the final season. So May of next year, it will wrap. It's the longest running current DC comic series. Began in 2012. It remains one of CW's highest rated shows. Mm-hmm. The star, Stephen Amell, said, playing Oliver Queen has been the greatest professional experience of my life, but you can't be a vigilante forever. There's so much to say. For now, I just want to say thank you. So they still have some time before they wrap it up. Uh, something that did end, but is coming back. Mad about you. This could have never come back, and I would have been totally <laughs> fine. Oh, my God. Mind Matt, you, that girl I, fell right off. I used to have Helen a thing Hunt. for Helen Hunt. I did, too. In Twister. the Twister. A lot of people did. A lot yeah. of guys. white tank top in Twister. Hello. I was like going through my changes. And she oh, was on really? there. Yeah. And she was on there? Yeah, she was on Mad. I watched Mad About You and be like, Jeez. I don't get why she's with Paul Reiser. I, <laughs> I just <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> she's not your typical, like, hot woman no. really but there's i guess there must be something about her that a lot of guys she's hot that like. movie as good as it gets too yeah. oh yeah with jack nicholson that mm-hmm. was when she after the show she had kind of a spike in her career with all the movies yeah that movies she did, and, and then, then but she then, did fall off yeah nothing so paul reiser and helen hunt both coming back they released a joint statement saying we promise you the same funny and heartwarming show as soon as we can remember what's funny about being older Mad About You is going to air this year as a limited series. It's not coming back to NBC. It's coming to Spectrum Originals. <laughs> okay, <laughs> forget it. Spectrum it's a new, a new streaming platform called Spectrum Originals. Can, can we look at her IMBD or whatever it is to just see? I know she was in Castaway was like the last. Isn't like that pay it forward? Pay it forward oh, with, yeah, uh, pay it forward. Um... Okay, I don't know. I mean, they're going to show you that she was in stuff. She's been working, not in uh, stuff most people have seen. Oh, is that I Love You, Daddy, the Louis C.K. movie that got shown? She was in that. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, it was up. Uh, So Castaway, What Women Want. What Women Want was her last big movie after Castaway. Pay It Forward, Mad About You, um, Twister. Yeah, like the late '90s, she was she was huge. She was, it, right yeah. in the 2000s, she made it, but then that in 2000 is where it all came to a, a halt for her. Man, and, like she fact, literally didn't work from 2001 till 2004. She didn't get a job. In uh, maybe she didn't want to work. Yeah, it could yeah. be. She could have not. I guess. actively looking. I guess. In the movie One Night at McCool's, her scenes were deleted. It says. Oh man. Yeah. Well, she was just a truck driver. But it looks like she's firing up the career again. She's got a ton, ton of stuff in post production. So, Mad About You is coming back if you're a fan. 
Not sure there's many. Not sure there's many fans out there, but yeah, Spectrum originals with. I mean, it was a fine show. It was a fine show. Yeah, at the time, it was fine, but now. No. But will it stand it's like now? Dharma and Greg coming back. Like, who cares? Dharma yeah. and Greg. Dharma, you know what I mean? Like, it's who cares? It's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> you know? One more thing here in Celebrity Dare. This is pretty cool. Uh, videos have surfaced of a four-year-old singing songs from Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger. This guy, this little kid named Dominic, passionately, he's singing along, but it's more like uh, karaoke or lip sync. But He's amazing. For a four-year-old kid, he's even playing the air guitar. Here's a little taste. We put a link to these videos up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. you got to check them out when you get them. That's a cool dad. His mom, actually. Really? Yeah, here's another one. That's a cool mom. Look at him playing the air guitar. So I do the same thing, kid. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that kid's funny. <laughs> Hopefully he continues his passion for rock yeah, as just, he gets no, older. No, it just sucks because in two more years he's going to be like, Hey, <laughs> so true. I so wanted my boys to be into cool rock, and they are not. Tried my best. Well, hopefully this kid breaks that cycle and continues. You can check out the videos at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. We'll take a break, and when we come back, the news continues. How did a billionaire just prove that no amount of money makes up for a small penis? What happened when a bride and groom fell in love with their bridesmaid? And what are the words parents use so they don't swear in front of their kids? We'll get to that. It sucks to be old and much more when we come back in just a moment right here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. An 83-year-old guy in New York signed himself out of the hospital because he was pissed off at the service there. And then he stole an ambulance to get home. They speak to some people in his neighborhood. And one woman is really shocked to learn that Donald Winkler would do this. Here's the story. When he walked out the emergency room, he saw an empty ambulance still running. Whose fault is that? That would be the ambulance people. Police say Winkler jumped the ambulance and took off. Winkler admitted to taking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Things happen. Well, sorry to hear all that. Donald's a good man. Oh, oh I love New Yorkers so much. <laughs> yeah, the Went news. through a range of emotions. Yeah, that Donald stole an ambulance. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, sometimes what happens with the old people. That- they really like him. <laughs> you can do. tell. The but- one lady was like, it was the ambulance driver's fault for leaving the thing. They stick by each other. They're yeah. neighbors, they're exactly. friends. I'm not going to stand here where you say a bad word about Donald Winkler. <laughs> say a bad word about Donald Winkler, I'll kill you right here in front of the rest of these news people. You're right, a total range of emotion. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Eight eighteen here on Dave and Chuck the Freak on a Thursday morning. Literally, you can almost smell Friday. It's so close. Yeah, it smells bad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it smells like a cinnabon. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I wow. had cabbage for dinner last oh, night. Wow. Oh. Mm. Coming up here, how did a billionaire just prove that no amount of money makes for a for a small penis? Mm. What happened when a bride and groom fell in love with their bridesmaid? 
And it sucks to be old. What made an old Florida man freak out at a restaurant? And why does he have our mugshot of the day? All that and more is on the way. Here's a question for you. Yes. And I think this has come up on the show before. But would you rather be a billionaire with a tiny penis or a big penis guy making minimum wage? Giant penis, poor guy. Yep. Is there any guy that would when choose? You talk about being a t- when you talk about it being tiny, I'm talking tiny. So I'm talking. I'm not even talking Chuck the Freak. I'm talking. Average. Oh, you mean like like actual micro? I wouldn't say micro oh, because well, I it's think, a big difference. Because yeah. I would oh, okay. take a billion. Yeah, I'd take a billion. Okay, let's I'd take say a billion for under three inches. I already got, it. I already three, got that. Under I'll take three a inches. Under three inches. Under three. <sighs> Which is not quite micro, but. Tiny. I would say it's pretty micro. That's good. That's pretty okay. Micro. So you're going to take under three inches and be a billionaire, or are you going to take a big dong and minimum wage? One eight five five nine five four six nine six nine. I guess let's ask: Are there any guys that would take under three inches and be a billionaire? Are there? Because that's probably the more rare thing to find. One eight five five nine five four six nine six nine. Can we find any guy that would be okay with less than three inches of a dong, but a billion dollars you know in what? his bank account? I think I do it. Honestly, I think I do it, and then I take half of my billion, and I invest it all in trying to make my donger bigger. Well, okay, so that, that leads us right to our first story. Million. Yes. That leads us to our first story. What has he done? Billionaire diamond trader dies during penis enlargement well, surgery. Well, don't but you don't be the guinea pig. You you're not the guinea pig. No. Oh. So he had his billions, but that still wasn't enough for him because his dong wasn't as big as he thought it should be. Well, no. This billionaire, and this is how he goes out. This is how he'll be remembered. Yeah. yeah. Billionaire diamond trader died suffering a heart attack during a penis enlargement operation in Paris. He was so excited. He was so excited <laughs> that his heart burst. <laughs> Ehud Eri Lenadio, 65 years old, was wow. at an unidentified private clinic old white hair of that on the oh. Avenue de Champs-Élysées in the French capital. When complications during surgery proved fatal, the experienced diamond expert's heart attack happened when a substance was injected into his penis. His company, Omega Diamonds, is based in uh, the Belgian city of Antwerp. A statement from the firm said farewell to a visionary businessman. It is with great sadness we confirm that our founder has passed away. A friend of his who wished to remain anonymous said he always focused on his appearance, though and how others perceived him. Can we get a look at this guy? Yeah, he's kind of very much like a um, a Belgian uh, George Hamilton. <laughs> From Just to kind of, for those who can't see, we did put a link to his oh, article. a million things done. Mm-hmm. At DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Yeah, you, you can tell. I mean, not he doesn't look like those crazy cat people that get you know, no, too much you work done. He's had a lot you can tell he's had some touch-ups, for sure. You can tell he cares a lot about appearance. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It... Um, kind of blows that they don't keep that a secret they can't just say oh, surgery yeah. died in surgery died in surgery Even when you're a billionaire they don't keep that a secret he had a bill you know he's a billionaire mm-hmm. and he's 65 you're right just roll with it yeah he thought he was too feeling. short he thought his penis was too small he owns the most expensive penthouse in monaco worth was, more than 30 million pounds was he married I don't think he was. Probably yeah, not. I don't think he was either. Mm. He was known for being a big ladies man. Really? Yeah, I know that. I thought That's I knew where you were going. Yeah, it's a shock to me. But so he owns a house in um, in L.A. in Bel Air. 
tons of models, I guess. So like if you've already ba- you've already banged like tons of models, yeah, you're sixty five, you they're having sex with you. But That's you're just you're not pleasing anyone, I guess. At the end of the day, you're not pleasing anyone. Well, he could be Does so caught like, up in his looks that he's got body dysmorphia. Or yeah. Too. Does he look like he cares about anyone else? No. Oh. I know he doesn't, but he, he did. He cared what they thought about him. And a, his height and the size of his penis were How his two biggest concerns. It doesn't say in the article. I thought it would. Because they say that he was always concerned about his height, too. And concerned about how others perceived mm. him. So uh, every line is jammed. We're wondering um, what you'd choose. Could you have a penis under three inches and a billion dollars? We'll start with Carl. Hey, Carl, what do you think, man? Under three and a billionaire all day long. Right. And why do you make that decision? Well, uh, because you get the last laugh at the end of the day. If someone's going to make fun of your size. You can make fun of their bank account. All right. I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, trucker. Hey, Trucker. Hey, how's it going, guys? Morning. Morning. Penis and balls. Penis. Penis. But uh, I'd rather be uh, minimum wage with a giant hammer. <laughs> There's always a rich girl looking for love. <laughs> He's got a healthy attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I'm born with what God gave me, loud and proud, brother. Yep. <laughs> All right, dude. You have a great day. Uh, Nick in New Hampshire, how do you weigh in here? How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? So I got to say, I'd rather have the big donger and work minimum wage and work like 80, 90, 100 plus hours a week to survive because yeah. I'd rather have the hammer of the gods. You want to like, work a hundred hour? You barely have time to use that hammer. Yeah, I know, but it's so huge. It's perfect. Yeah, I, it's I, I the perfect hammer. Yeah. So whatever the perfect like, hammer I, is, yeah, that's because some are too big, Yeah, you want but the, the, perfect, the perfect hammer. hammer. Mm-hmm. What would you describe? Longevity. What's the perfect hammer power. to you? Yeah. What's the perfect hammer to you? I don't know. Like size-wise, what, what would you say? Whatever that is perfect for the girl. I don't have a vagina. I don't know what it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know what you want to be packing. I would want. Uh, I'd probably take a Dave. As an average, you know, on this, uh, it's bad. But like average, I'd probably want a couple more inches. I yeah. could, but I would probably want about eight more inches. Eight more. Inches. <laughs> <laughs> You'd want the Dave, Dave from Tampa. <laughs> I'd take the Dave. You know how big the Dave would look on oh, my right. tiny little body. Hi, Dave in Tampa. How you doing? Hey, great guys! How are y'all? Good. So there's your there's your choice: hey, tiny unit, but a billion dollars, or big unit and minimum wage. Uh, a billion in balls. I ain't worried about the penis, man. What I'm born with is what I'm happy with. Yes, yeah, so. I'll take the billion dollars. I can be happy all day long with that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dave. Healthy attitude from you too, Lee and Fort Myers. What are you taking? I'll take the billion dollars every day. You don't care if you got under three inches. You'd have trouble pleasing a lady. You uh, you're gonna be a billionaire. No, I just take the risk of like like he said, taking the surgery. I mean, yeah, exactly. One or the other. That's it. You Still take the billion. You, if anyone says they're not going to take the billion, you're crazy. Oh, yeah, I think you're crazy. Too. You're crazy. I, a, billion a billion dollars. It's not like a million dollars. Mm. Well, my but it's we've always billion. said so many times. It depends how obsessed you are with it because money can't buy happiness. It can't. If at the end of the no. day, look at this billionaire. This is your exact proof. Still with billions. He's not happy. 
No, no. Still able to get models. He had all these models. Right. What are his you getting problems with are. Weight? Yeah, his problems are. He had probably had psychological damage. Mm-hmm. Right. That's this guy's problem. You look at a guy who's that old and is dressing like that yeah, and is definitely. fighting age, aging yeah, so hard. Like yeah. he couldn't just age gracefully. He had to fight it. He, you know, he clearly had like a spray tan. Yeah. I mean, come on. So Don is in Tampa, and he wanted to give his take on this. Hi, Don. Hey, guys. Show me the money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm a type 2 diabetic, uh, and with that comes uh, ED. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm very less than average, uh, but I have a wonderful girlfriend who, uh, well, the medical thing is uh, most of a woman's um, nerve endings are right there at the beginning, oh, yes. so to speak. Yes. So you don't have to be get off super there. huge to please someone. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, show me the money, and I will shower her with gifts, and she will love me forever. So you've made your little donger different. work, so you yeah. just want the cash. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it, it works already, so uh, show me the money. Yes, yeah. I mean. All like, right. you know, you just... You know, shave me down a, a tiny little bit and, and give me a billion bucks? Are you kidding me? Okay, so here's that's uh, easy I for me. I know you don't want it. Ton of text. Who cares? I'll cut the extra inches off mine for a billion right now. Someone else said this dong never done nothing but get me in trouble anyway. Give me the money. A billionaire with a small penis because I'm gay with a nice ass. Oh, oh well, as long as you like that. Because uh, I felt like that's what this guy was all about. I'm already hung like a muppet, so give me the billions. <laughs> Um, someone said, and this is from a female perspective, I'd rather my husband be the billionaire with a three-incher. I can work with that. I think most women would, don't you? I mean, there's size queens out there who wouldn't be happy. But I think most women would rather be live a billionaire's life with a guy with a yep. Oh, my tiny God. Dog. A billion yeah. dollars oh, just yeah. takes care. That's like... It's a nice life. Your whole, the whole, your whole family line never has to worry about anything ever again. Yeah. I don't care about them. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I mean, it's a billion is ridiculous. And Dan in Lincoln Park, what do you think? Oh, Bigger, bigger. And Right. I'd go with the big dong because then you could uh, just become a porn star and make money from there. They oh, make well, they about five hundred bucks yeah, a pop. Like, it's not great. It's not yeah. great. But and I, and I'll say this, okay? If you're a billionaire, if you're a billionaire, so you're the guy. You work construction. You got a huge donger. Yeah, you're getting chicks and you're doing stuff. But that billionaire's getting grade A. Yeah, broads. Yeah, the top of the line, way hotter than your bigger big ones ever gonna get. Yeah. Like you probably could bang Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. You can't please them unless you do stuff downstairs. <laughs> you know, but you're still they're the ones doing stuff to you. Someone said Dan Bazarian is having fun with his small penis in billions. Does he have a small one, that guy? I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a small uh, dong dude. He seems like he's got that big dick energy. <laughs> 
Uh, by the way, the women that are chiming in all saying the same thing. Give me a billionaire mm-hmm. over a oh, I don't chicks. think chicks. I, I think to, chicks obviously care within reason, but I don't right. think that. I think they think we're nuts for always thinking about it. Ask yeah. a size queen what she thinks. Well, well that's, that's just it. The sect of them that does. Yeah, right. That's and and honestly, I'm not going to please a size queen ever anyway. Nothing would turn me away from you quite like you admitting you're a size queen. Yeah, they should have to wear shirts. Hmm. Let's say it. Yeah, for this guy, even with a billion, billions, he was not happy with the size of his penis. And um, it it took his life. <laughs> it, took his life. <laughs> it took his life. It took his life. Yeah. It really did. I just, I've, I feel bad that they put it in a news story. Oh, man. Well, you know, don't you think if it happened here, it would have been private? It wouldn't have been. It would have been he just passed away. I think it's a French thing. Yeah. But just over there, yeah. they don't care. Like, oh. Yeah. He's a well, little tiny I'm sure idiot. that penis enlargement facility was not happy it leaked out no not good for business for i'm that. sure no people like, still what are they injecting in there well yeah he must have got the so he got that one that they make it just thicker right is that it they, they like oh, put fat was... or something in it oh geez just all the all the options you have to make your dong or bigger are not good don't do them that's what i mean i would have taken half of my money and put it into the legitimate science of it all research yeah. like and let them try it out on mm-hmm. everyone else until it's but he had a heart attack so it, it probably age had a lot to do with yeah, it he was and too old. maybe yeah. something yeah. was wrong with his heart yeah yeah i mean he, he, the guy just look at him he's got a lot of problems yeah, yeah. Well, he's insecure except too, for money right? money was his one thing he didn't have a problem with everything mm-hmm. else problems he saw his shirts yeah, <laughs> they were way open. Yeah, I'm trying to find the um, this place that does the surgery, but it's only bringing up the stories of this guy who just died. Because so I wanted to see what kind of surgery it exactly was. It sounds just, if it is an injection, I would assume it's that one where they just make you thicker, pretty much, right? Oh, it's an so, unidentified private clinic on that street, right? But I. Thought maybe so, be able to find some information about it by putting in the address, and not so much. You can't find the clinic, but you could hear you hear about the <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Penis enlargement lengthening lengthening surgery. No, hmm. cannot find it. But it's not good. It killed him. There was a penis enlarging thing on Shark Tank. I didn't know that. Uh, apparently, a four five dollar pill that kills erectile dysfunction gets the biggest. Deal I'm not in sure that's real. Shark Tank. No, it, I think it's one of those fake advertorials. They've made it look like it's a page out of yeah, Men's Journal, it's fake. but it's not Men's Journal. Yeah, that's fake. Oh yeah, that's got to be fake. They just want you to click on a link and buy some stuff. Wow. Yeah, the two products that were displayed on the show have rebranded into another. Yeah. Because elaborate with that. Oh, they they want to fake you out with your donger, and then they yeah, just I'm show pretty sure at Shark Tank they didn't support Belligra. No, <laughs> no, nope. rock hard Belligra. <laughs> it's not Viagra, it's Belligra. Yeah. Belligra. The free samples. Anything that gives you a free. No, puts also. it into perspective. I guess it's not. It, it's okay to be in the middle, <laughs> like with your life in all ways, instead of having like. Giant one being poor, struggling that way, being rich, hating your wiener. Yeah, the number one thing in life is just accepting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, and you can know you're not killing it in certain areas, and that's fine. But just to be able to accept it, not chase after that carrot of like, oh my god, I want to stay young. I 
I want to look young. I, I yeah, you know, don't, don't fight it. If you want to see what this billionaire looked like, by the way, you can read more about the story up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. Last week, we told you about the now viral video that three million people have checked out. A couple getting stranded in the Bahamas just as they missed their Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Well, that couple is speaking out now. Maria Gonzalez Roche and Alessandro De Palma. Um, they say on one hand, they just lost track of time. On the other, they say the ship sailed two hours early. Well, they're somewhat correct. Oh. On that day, every other departure day, the ship left at 5.30. Okay. On that day, the departure was 3.30. That was the scheduled departure time. Oh, but they just thought, oh, it must be 5 every day. They thought it was 5.30 every day. They showed up at 4.10 thinking, lots of time. Um, The one positive thing that did happen, by the way, she's a smoke show. I guess she's a TV host in Costa Rica. Mm. She's beautiful. Everyone else made it on the ship right uh, you just do whatever she wants she wants Don't you to double check your itinerary both of you are too stupid she's a beautiful lady mm-hmm. maria gonzalez Ross. um the one positive thing that happened and uh, they must have worked pretty fast to do this they grabbed their passports and id which they had left on the boat which i didn't think you could do and they gave them to a tugboat operator who took it to shore to give it to this couple so they were able to get those items so they weren't stuck on the island with absolutely nothing. They did have to arrange their own flight back to Miami, and that's when they realized they'd gone viral. Um, it was a seven-day cruise. The Bahamas stop was on day six, so they really didn't lose out on too much, and then now they say they've got a story to go along with it at least. Yeah, Check when the boat leaves, man. Yeah, no, that's super important. But I, I don't know how they got off the boat without their ID. Hmm. You're supposed to have your ID with you in order to get... Oh, really? You have to go through remember. customs at a lot of places. Oh. Right? Oh, I guess that makes sense. You're entering the country. You're entering yeah. that country. By way of port. Yeah. <laughs> so you're generally, especially if they're not American citizens, you think you'd need it. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of strange stories about how love is twisted. I think we may enter a time when loving just one person is not the norm anymore. Like, being in a relationship with one person is looked down upon as archaic. It's We're not there yet. So, like, Utah? But I think that's coming. Like, this, the whole multiple love, multiple relationships thing is becoming more and more common. Two stories making news today. Uh, first, the story of Carolyn and Justin from Ohio. They're a couple in their 20s who started dating. They fell in love. They eventually decided to get married. But Carolyn had a secret she never clued her husband in on. She wasn't just into guys. She pretty much was into everything. Okay. When she brought it up, he was fine with it. He even let her decide if she wanted to explore some stuff. Enter um, a chick in Ireland, Lana, that Carolyn was friendly with. Lana got an invite to be a bridesmaid at their wedding. Well, during the planning process and the wedding, they both fell in love with her. The bride and the groom fell in love with this bridesmaid. This Lana must be something, huh? So now, well, I'll show you pictures in a second. That's what I was was wondering. Carolyn and Justin are married, and Lana comes and goes as she pleases. No pun intended. Sometimes the girls are together. Sometimes it's one-on-one guy-girl time. Sometimes it's a three-for-all. Just sort of. They all look alike to me. Like That helps. Nerds, like a polyamorous nerd group. That helped. There they are. Oh, oh yeah, they're, it's that type of... Mm. Right? 
They all yeah. look like they could be related. Yeah, if the dude shaved, yeah. all three the of them. Dude. If the dude shaved, put on lipstick, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the three of them. You I know. Oh right? my god! Yeah, sisters. Yeah, they all look like Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. it. The, that's, all three of them. All three of them could be in Tegan and Sarah. So there they are. So that's Lana. Yeah, that's the one Lana. from Ireland, and this is Carolyn and Justin from Ohio. Well, like Lana's the hottest chick that the do- guy's ever been gonna ever be with. You think I Lana's have, hotter than his wife? Yes. I have a feeling the guy will be out of there. She's in a half place. shirt. Like they'll kick him out. You think yeah. so? It's yeah. eventually going down that road. It does seem like he's already just by the pictures alone. It seems like he's like, "What are you girls Turn doing?" Turn on the outside, looking in. Yeah. Hey, ladies. You can tell. <laughs> it's me and it's me and Mike. I'm trying to get in the picture, ladies. Yeah, me the cross. You see how they're taking every picture. They're gonna be. They'll be really upset because they they want to keep the cat in this photo, guaranteed. Yeah, they'll have to crop that in a weird way. He's so easily photoshopped out of all those. I know. Mm-hmm. I just uh, you guys. The chick's like a foot taller than me. Can I get in the picture? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. other girl is is more of a guy than she is. Or than he is. Yeah, they're a nerdy yeah. little bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Well, they're 22. Yeah, yeah. man. So, yeah, they're 22-year-old <laughs> nerds. Yeah. They're a lot more fluid. They say they pay no mind to the mm-hmm. haters who accuse them of cheating on each other because they're happy as hell with their arrangement. Um, Carolyn, the bride, even has a YouTube channel, I guess, dedicated to education about polyamory relationships and answers questions on there he's well. the happiest in that bunch for sure for now yeah for now until for he gets now. kicked out you don't even know what he's allowed to do you know uh, what i mean yeah that's true yeah it's probably not much he just... and he's like yeah sure i love her i guess listen i have two hot chicks i want to go to the aquarium with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's everything i want everything's fine every couple of months she'll touch it <laughs> not really though i'm I mean, like, not just... really I get to do stuff to myself while I'm... A lot of me is just a spectator's kind of position. I'm in the other room while those guys are going at it, but I can hear them. Yeah. I can hear stuff. So that's one of two stories making headlines this morning. The other one is some first cousins in love with each other. Well, way, way, way weirder. Have petitioned to get legally married in Utah. Oh. Oh, Utah. Utah, Utah, you say? Well, that's the state to do it. (laughs) <laughs> Two cousins who say they're in love created an online petition calling for the state of Utah to allow them to get legally married. Um, Angela Piang says, my first cousin and I have been in love with each other our whole lives, but we are prohibited from marrying in the state of Utah where we live. We believe the law is outdated and needs to be changed so that we can socially legitimize our love. The couple's goal is to get a thousand signatures. As of uh, yesterday morning, they had only 75. Still, they had 75. 75, okay with cousin banging. Mm-hmm. I think they'd probably get a lot more being okay with it. Well, they will now. That's why they wanted this thing to go viral. Ooh. They did speak to CBS News about this. All right, here we Utah, go. Man. And, Utah, uh, it's a strange place. The south it. of the west. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Don't there do they it. are. They're the cousins. I cannot imagine embracing my first cousin. Oh boy, that's good. Uh, that's them making that's out. That's cousins. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yep. I thought they had an interview with them. I they did no. It's not uh, loading here. Let's 
Come on, my friends. Here we go. Oh, can we get it? Y'all gonna get it? Let's get the story here from KNOE News about these uh, loving cousins. Here we go. All right. Oh. Crush. You're in second grade. Yeah, it was like second grade. I remember I stopped uh, her mother. I stopped her and I said, I'm going to marry Angie. Look at the photos on the wall. And she said, They're no, weird. Utah people, I'm man. sorry, you can't. But you <laughs> in talk. second grade, he said to Utah. her mother, I'm going to marry her. In second grade. I'm picking up a vibe. So his aunt? Yes. Incestuous Utah couple. You can be friends. Family vacations guy. would bring them together, but social norms would draw them apart again. This is something I've always felt very, uh, like, it wasn't, life wasn't fair. Like, why did the person I want to be with the most and had the most attraction to, the most natural feelings for, why did you so have to be my cousin? They reunited after 10 years this winter, both recently single, both ready to take the plunge. We're like, okay, this is crazy. Mm. But we're adults now. We're single now. We're just going to go for it. And, you know, who cares what our family thinks? They are crossing two big hurdles to get married. Vibes? The most obvious is like, genetics. Uh, According to researchers at Columbia thing. University, first cousins share 12.5% of their oh. DNA. First cousins who have children face a 4 to 7% chance of their child having a genetic disorder, as opposed to a 3 to 4% chance for an average couple. The genetic mm. consequences, the biological con- consequences are very small. It's more you know, what people might think and say. The second major hurdle is the law. Here in Utah, it is illegal for first cousins to get married unless they are 65, 55, if they can prove they are infertile. So the two went to Colorado yesterday to tie the knot. As soon as we crossed over the the state border, Mm -hmm. we're not married anymore. (laughs) The two are gathering signatures and hope to change the law here in Utah. No one I've ever been with will make me feel as perfect as she does. What about your boyfriend? her being my cousin and some of the responses is a small price to pay. I've always loved you, Angie. Oh, oh this, is, God. this is weird. This is like, so yeah, weird. something's not something right. right at all. I also guy. didn't know that they're that it's okay for old people just yeah, to go wacky that, with the long. incest. Yeah. When you're sixty five, go for it or go for 55 it. If you Live can. your life. You're sixty five now. Your bang thing. your cousin. Yeah. So um Six states do permit cousin marriages. Which one are they? <laughs> well, Colorado is one. That's where they officially went to get married. Uh, but, crazy. of course, it's not legal back where they live in Utah. Some of the states impose age limits or they do require proof of therapy. Utah is a state that does allow marriage between first cousins, but you have to be over 65, mm. as they said. The couple wants the law changed so their marriage is recognized in their home state. They say they uh, are happy they were able to get married at least in one state, but they want to be married in their own. I mean, it is weird because in other cultures, first cousins get married all the time. They do. Mm-hmm. Yes. In other cultures, first cousins are married all the time. They like to keep money in the family. They like mm-hmm. to keep that. So it is, I would say it is like a North American issue. Weird. Maybe Western it's well, it's all about culture. inbreeding for a reason. It can cause issues, right? right. They, they make it illegal. Right. There's, it's not just because they don't think it's right. It causes problems. Yes. Yeah. No, it definitely causes problems. I'm just saying in other places, they're not as worried about. It's just crazy to me. There were states that allow incestual marriages, but gay marriage was like, right. don't you ever Great do point. that. Great point. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you can bang your cousin. Mm. You have at your cousin. You touch that fella over there. I swear to God, we'll kick you out of this country. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. Someone said, uh, that's where we live. Yeah. America. Yeah. My friend married his first cousin. It was a strange wedding for his friends, but his family didn't seem to care. Everybody sit on the same side? What is it? Anonymous in Rhode Island. All the chairs are just mixed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. How do you separate by, you couldn't separate by family. You just got to fill both sides. Yeah. Just have one side. Man. That's, what a weird thing, man. Yeah. And then it's, it's real creepy the way I love you, Angie. Oh, they're some, he, he's putting a show on, yeah, guys. There's like something. A it's a beard. Show. It's a beard. Yeah. Something's wrong. It's a beard. I don't know if that's it, but there's definitely something up. There's something up. Like she yeah. was. Like she sat on him. Like I there. Don't they, I don't know. It's very odd. I tell you, the one of the scariest places I've ever been in my whole life was when I was in Utah, in the big city in Utah. Yeah. For uh, the Sundance Film Festival, and I got turned around, and I ended up in rural Utah, <sighs> on the outskirts. The fear I felt. You're lucky you even got back. <laughs> I've never felt a fear like that at any of the hardest places oh. I've ever been. Someone said, here's a question. I have a smoke show cousin, but she's not blood related to me. Her mother was adopted into the family. We've kind of joked it would be okay because we don't share genetics. What are your thoughts? Still weird. It's weird because you grew up kind of in the family, but I, I like... I think my issue with it is that it's weird, A, but I think the genetic factor of it is, like, what's real, the extra creepy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not blood-related. Because they're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. Like, oh, it's so like when when, okay? when step-brothers and sisters do it. I know a lot of, uh, yeah, I knew, not a lot, but I do know step-brothers and sisters that do that have done it. Yeah. It's um, still, like, crazy. weird for their kids, I think. Like, you know, they have kids, and then they have to explain that. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, so yeah, some... mom and dad are on the news telling everyone they're cousin yeah, bangers. You know weird. what I mean? Like, Yeah. That's tough. Oh, thanks, mom and dad. Right. They went to the news. That's so weird. Don't talk to the news. Yeah, someone said, no. I'm 30. My grandparents came over from Italy. They are first cousins. They were married with six kids. Happens in Middle Eastern cultures all the time. Yeah, That's someone about. said Portuguese. There's a lot of Portuguese. Yeah, it does. There's a lot of cultures where it's acceptable. That's what I mean. It's 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 one of our hang-ups, you know. I'm okay with that hang-up. And I'm okay yeah, with the I'm hang-up, okay. too. Yeah, I, okay am. Yeah. I am. I am, You know, but it's there's a lot of places where they do not. Didn't they, like, isn't the royal family a lot of that? All that stuff, right? all of that. Yeah. But it doesn't fly. Well, it does fly in some parts of America, <laughs> not just not in all parts. So maybe they should move to a part that accepts them and then they won't have to worry about it all. Um, In addition to possibly wrecking your whole life, having an affair can be expensive. Yeah, pricey. They say uh, almost 500 bucks a month you'll spend on an affair. My God. Hotel rooms. Right. Stuff like that. Um, They surveyed um, thousands of people who've been married for at least five years, but they zeroed in on the ones who admitted they've had an affair to figure out how much it cost them takes those surveys. If someone calls to my house and's like, uh, "Sir, have you had an affair?" Uh, you know what? Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. What, what can I tell you about it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, Stranger had a couple of them. Yeah. Um, so here's <laughs> how they break it down into how they're spending that much. Uh, about 123 bucks a month on hotels. Well, that's cheap. That's like once a month. That's one. Yeah. Well, you how how are you gonna break loose all yeah. the time? You could probably only do it once a month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The idea of having an affair, she being a cheater, just exhausts me. Yeah. Dinner and drinks, one hundred sixty-two bucks. Gifts, fifty-four bucks. Things like movie tickets and other things, sixty-nine bucks. And various costs, condoms and lube. I guess uh, thirty-six bucks. 
if you add that up, uh, about 450 bucks a month, but the majority would be more than that, they say. The typical fling outside your marriage lasts about six months. So for an average affair, they say 2,600 bucks. If someone does cheat, when were they most likely to start doing it? Just two years into their marriage. Mm. I would have thought it would have been much later than that. Yeah. People get married. Uh, people know. I think people know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it doesn't take long. People get married too much. We yeah. were uh, talking just yesterday on the show about how the average person will swear, I think it was like, you know, over 40, 40 something times, times yeah. in 100 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if the kids are around? You've said, you admitted in that segment, Chuck, that you, you know, you say some other things, but you don't swear. And I'm the same. Oh, I swear now. Oh, do you? Mm. Ooh, I think your kids are a little still too young for that. I still, I think a couple of times I've I've lost my mind to the point where it slipped out. But I remember my kids being like, oh, oh, yeah. Stella's like that. If I swear, she's like wants me to pay a dollar. (sighs) I got a big jar full of dollars. My dad just swore and swore and swore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Beginning of time, I couldn't swear around him, but he was. He, he would. He taught me all kinds. Did of the Breister swear? No, no. Because my he dad doesn't swear. I remember hearing my dad swear, but not very often. Mm. It just—it's so common in Ireland for them to drop f bombs. It's right. just—it's yeah. a verb. My parents would swear. Yeah, oh, my but, dad was. He taught me things to this I day was. as a thirty-four-year-old man. I'm like, man, as a creative man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they broke this down with parents and asked, well, what do you say? What are your alternate words and phrases you say when you can't swear in front of your kids? And these came out on top. Oh, ship. 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 Mm -hmm. Bull spit. (laughs) Fire truck. Shut the front door. Yeah. Mother smucker was a big one. I I think that's too too close. That's too close. Mother smucker. Just swear. Yeah, just swear. The kid's going to start saying mother smucker at school. It's like, uh, what, who's it, your kid? <laughs> That's no better, right? It's Friday Fishes. My kid, yeah. Saying, so, and he got in trouble anyway. Mm. Might as well just taught him the well, real no, thing. Well, no, he got in trouble because he was singing It's Friday Bitches. That's when we taught him it was It's Friday oh, Fishes. Oh, okay. I thought you taught him It's Friday no, Fishes. No, after Aiden got in trouble at school is when uh, we told him the actual lyrics were It's Friday Fishes. Because unbeknownst to Amber, she was listening to the show years ago. Aiden was picking it up, right? Yes. When he was real little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shiitake mushrooms. Seriously? Who says that? Nobody. Mm. Oh, muck. Come on. And what the frog. Oh, Jesus. Definitely rather just have my parents swear. You're going to mess your kid up. I mean, because what my dad's horrible, horrible, horrible swearing did was it taught me how to properly swear. And I think everybody should have that. Yeah. I just, I've heard my kid play video games when he doesn't know I'm around. <laughs> is it shocking? Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing is I got on Grand Theft Auto Five for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And the kids, I couldn't turn everybody's chat yeah. off or whatever. Yep. I couldn't figure it out. And these kids, <laughs> little kids, were saying things that I was like, yeah, your kids are awful. Yeah. <laughs> your kids are off- terrible. That's the most offensive. <laughs> oh my! How do you live with yourself? Oh God, damn! You have a foul mouth. <laughs> like, no, I've heard. I my kids know they can't swear, right? But I've heard Aiden and his buddies hanging out in the basement. Oh come on, right? He's a grown he's, man, he's fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm never going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> I don't do it around me or other adults. Still, I'm yeah. not cool with that. But um, I don't think you... I started openly swearing with my dad until after I moved out and was like. Yeah, I I will now, but it's really not something I tend to do 
in front of my dad. My mom, I could always swear, would make her laugh. When mm-hmm. I would swear, it would make her just yeah. crack up. Well, my parents swear now. I'm always taken aback. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah. Take, I just be, don't expect it. Every <laughs> once in a while, the Bryce will be furious. Usually, it's sports related with my son. Oh. And he'll <laughs> he'll say like the f word. Ooh. Yeah. And, but the way he says it, hear it, it, or are you just? Oh, I just know it's business. It's bad. Oh, like it's I just bad, know, yeah. like okay, I gotta take him away. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna kill somebody. I'm surprised my first word wasn't the F word. <laughs> Honestly. They were like, yay! Yeah, my dad was like, that's my boy! Yeah, that's a true green. Yeah. Yep. Uh, coming up, it sucks to be old. What made an old Florida man freak out at a restaurant, and why does he have our mugshot of the day? Let's figure it out. It sucks to be old. We're off to Vero Beach, Florida for this one. Police were dispatched there. to Lemon Tree. A lemon tree. A restaurant on Ocean Drive in Vero Beach. Delicious. They got a good brunch. Oh, delicious. The other morning, this old guy was sitting on a chair blocking the doorway into the restaurant. What happened? Well, the manager of the restaurant said he entered the building with his dog. They don't allow dogs there, only service dogs. When he was asked if it was a service dog... He told her she needed to mind her own business. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'll show you the papers, and here they are. They just say, mind your business. <laughs> yeah. That started, I guess, a, a loud argument between the two. Sure. Yeah. She eventually said you'd have to leave. Fine, he, I'll leave. So I'll he leave grabbed right a chair and placed it right in front of the entrance and exit of the business, preventing anyone from coming in or out. No one can stop me from sitting here. Free country. We can, sir. (laughs) Call the cops. Officers made contact with the man. They identified him as 65-year-old Gordon Richard Cluth of Vero Beach, who was sitting in a chair blocking the doorway when they got there. Officers? He told them his father was the founder of Vero Beach. (laughs) And they will all lose their jobs and no longer be able to work there as police officers. Oh, that was... You're 65, sir, so your dad must be 135. <laughs> yeah, like, when was Vero Beach founded? Found. Discovered it. <laughs> when they asked him for his ID, he opened his wallet for half a second and then closed it quickly. <laughs> and so you need to see. <laughs> <laughs> sir, we need to actually see your ID. You get it. Yeah, ready? Yeah. Ready? Hot, ready. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. We need a better look at it. <laughs> So you out. <laughs> okay. Eventually, he dropped his wallet. They gathered his information. They issued him a trespass warning. He eventually left the scene. A few minutes later, police were called back to the lemon tree where he was back, back in a chair blocking the entrance. <laughs> back again. <laughs> He's like the worst trickster ever. Yep. <laughs> okay, officers, I, I get it. I agree. Right, you have I'll a good re- day now. See you later. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks. See you later. Bye. <laughs> God, I just got a little too heated. See yeah. you later. I'm going to walk down the street. All right. Take care. We don't car. want to come back here. Get in your car. <laughs> and there they go. And give me that goddamn chair again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he yep. he was back there. Cops were called again, dispatched to the lemon tree where he was sitting in a chair again. He was arrested this time for oh, trespassing. No, You're coming with us now, fella. While he was being detained, a struggle did ensue. Of course, and he was charged with felony battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. This morning, he's still being held at the Indian River County Jail on seven thousand dollars bond. His mugshot 
up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. You have to go check out as our mugshot of the day. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, is it my? Is that my. a mustache on me? Yes, it yes, is. Yeah. But uh, what's going on with his eyes? Was he shocked? Did the cops... I think he must have been like, I'm not moving, and like slightly pushed him, and they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he did do something to the cops, right? Yeah. He did. Yeah. 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 They taught him a lesson. They did. Fun. He won't be sitting in front of that restaurant no. for a long time. I can see, though, he's blocking the way. You're oh, not moving him yeah, out no, of the he's way. A bigger, he's a bigger, bigger man. Yeah. yeah. He's like Wilford Brimley, but with like poet hair. Yeah, with like a Backstreet yeah. Boys hairstyle. It's <laughs> yeah, the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's odd. It's really odd. bizarre. Go check it out for yourself on our website. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Got something to add? I've got something to tell you. Text 46969. Dave and Chuck the Freak. When we come back in a moment, why did a family throw cash out onto the highway? Can some junk food be as addictive as drugs? And what are the top little pleasures in our lives? We'll get to those and more when we return in a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. We're uh, talking about a story about after a 10-mile run, this woman gave birth to a surprise baby. She had no idea she was pregnant. Have you heard of this happening to anyone you know? Um, my friend um, got married, and nine months later, they had a baby, and he was in there, I was in there, yep. and the baby came out black. Hello. <laughs> Am I talking to uh, Dave the Freak? Anywho. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my son went to the doctor. And, uh, hold on, I gotta smoke. <laughs> Baby came out black as night. <laughs> as black as midnight. That's what she named him. Midnight. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Coming up here on Dave and Chuck the Freak at uh, 9.09 on this Thursday morning. Why did a family throw cash out onto the highway? Can some junk food be as addictive as drugs? I love it. <laughs> and what are the top little pleasures in life? All that and much more straight ahead. I'm not sure that putting other people's lives in danger is the right way to honor someone's memory. But that happened in Oakland, California. Some family members there were driving home from a relative's funeral this week. And while they were going down the highway, they started making it rain out the window. Never forget! To mm. honor the man that died. What? Mm. That's never the funeral I'm stuck behind. I know. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, they tossed, I guess, about 500 bucks, at least they say, onto the road. And, of course, that caused a pretty serious safety issue. There's some video of people stopping on this highway to pick it up. They make it rain ones? 500. I would assume it's uh, I wild. guess there was 10s, 5s, and $20 bills oh, geez. blowing around the highway. Multiple people called 911. This guy here gets out of his truck. He grabs some bills. Like, look, he runs into the other lane on the freeway. There's big transport trucks. He's grabbing money off the road. Free money. Stupid. <laughs> of course, Free by money. the time the cops got there, all the money was gone. Luckily, they say no one was hurt. It's not clear if the family could face charges for this 
One of them did talk to the local news and asked to remain anonymous. They said they did it to honor their relative's memory. They should face charges. I think so, too. Yeah. They say uh, it's an Oakland thing. Well, to be honest, um, you can throw money out. That's dumb, but it's dumber to be the one that stops. Mm -hmm. But it causes. It does. I get it. Somebody could have been hurt. I understand. Is it itself illegal? Littering. Yeah, yeah. I guess literally. I'm sure they could find a way to charge them for yeah. what they did. I mean, something. Causing disturbance. It's just stupid. It's really a... Just make it rain somewhere else. Yeah, make it rain anywhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. throw it off a balcony. Strip a party and make that, it rain. Like, that must have been what the guy was known for. Yeah, honor his memory, memory at a strip club. Yeah. He made it rain. Yeah. Just, you can't do it on the highway. Yeah, no. It'll cause major chaos, but they say it's an Oakland thing. It's mm. so funny with funerals. Like, whenever I see him, I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Oh, I know. He died. Get over it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the long procession. <laughs> oh. Andy, oh, my. Not the most sympathetic fella around. Is it just no. with the driving? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like the just because pers- I'm always waiting. Yeah. Like, everybody has to do it. Mm. Yeah, it's always best to run into one like on a two-lane road, right? So you can still no, I'm one a lane for them, and very selfish. You don't mm-hmm. feel bad for the families. No, no, not too much. No, no. All right, uh, off to Thailand now, where a woman whose dogs were barking at her pickup truck looked under the vehicle and discovered the cause: a huge king cobra in the engine compartment. Ooh, that's a bad find. Jesus, I just turned the page and saw her name. Yes. What's her name? <laughs> Who is she, Dave? Or don't even bother to tell me the rest. Oh. Chudakarn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chalerjarin. Yes! Uh, you mm-hmm. did it. Yes! Look at that name, you guys. Look at it. Chudakarn. Wow. Chudakarn. Kutherlcharningajin. Dude, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. She's a 30-year-old. She said she was getting ready to look at her home. To cook at her home after returning from... Mar- I got her name right, but I confused look and cook. Right. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, after returning from a market, but her dogs really started barking at her truck. So she went out to investigate, and she spotted the snake's tail hanging out from under the hood. There's video of some guys getting it out of there for her. <laughs> she summoned rescuers to her house. They were recorded on video carefully extracting the venomous reptile. It's Whoa. huge, you guys. When they get it out, well, dude, if this thing bites you and you're there, that's lights out. Like, where's the nearest highway? Because they spit. King Cobra spit. They spit it at the eyes. The thing when they get it out of here, it's sixteen feet. No, sixteen feet. Yeah, we gotta camp oh, let's out. get it out already. There we oh go. My. Oh my! Just put it in a plain white garbage oh, bag. Oh jeez, it was. Look at the size of that thing. They say the snake may have come in from a nearby field, or it may have been in the car with her for a while. They're not sure, but the snake was released back into the wild. So Chitrakarn, the one guy's like kind of messing with him. He's like, <laughs> Rook, don't mess with that. They just throw it into like a white garbage bag. Well, they're trying to. Put it somewhere where it's not going to bite them. 
I was thinking how much trouble it would be to have to spell your name for everyone when you're out doing business. Oh, you know, yeah. you know how you have to spell like the simplest Can of names. Can you imagine? C H U T I K A R N K A E W T H O N G C H A I J U R U E N. Did you get that? I got C H. No, no. C H U T I K A R N K E W T H O N G C H A I J A R U E N. I got a C H U. Your name's Chartruderie Board. Chartruderie Targaryen. Ah, yes. I can't even make this joke. Chartruderie, Targaryen. Is that right? No, that's not right. No. C H U T I K A R N K A E W T H O N G C H I J A R U E N. Targaryen with two N's. Yes. No, no. You couldn't fit it anywhere. Like it wouldn't fit on a like a check. No, that's no, crazy. Like if, Whatever. If you come over here, your kid plays a sport. Right. Um, yeah, the and name. Then just on spell the, the last name for me, Dave. Just the last name. K-A-E-W-T-H-O-N-G-C-H-I-J-A-R-U-E-N. No. No. Nope, nope. That's nope. like Saltalamachia or whatever. But then I looked at the area, and they have a big snake in their cars. Yeah. Not, yeah, a, lot of, not yeah. a lot of places to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. The guy's got the same shoes as me. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. The snake wrangler <laughs> has the exact same shoes as you. Yeah. He's in fashion. I'm going to call those your Cobra Wranglers. Yeah, that's, that's what they, they are. are. That's what they are. Uh, Uber just released its annual list. Speaking of weird things in cars, its annual list of the strangest things people have left behind in Ubers over the past year. It's not really ranked in any way. Uh, I just grabbed a few favorites here. Here's some of the strange things people left behind. A two-month-old chihuahua. Oh, God. How do you, you leave, leave your, your dog? dog. A full set of 18 karat gold teeth. A full set of them. Wow. Damn. A full set of golden gyps. Yeah. The golden- <laughs> gotta be a, like a grill, right? Yeah, why'd you leave yeah. your grill behind? I don't know. Oh, man, you just popped that baby right in. Yeah. A uh, Thanksgiving ham and two packs of sausage. Oh, Dave would never forget that. I'd never forget my ham. <laughs> a set of deer antlers. A baseball signed by Babe Ruth. Oh, that's oh, so dumb. God. A full Elvis outfit. A fish tank with fish and water in it. Mm. Ten it. pounds of pulled pork. A small dog tuxedo. That's where Amber left it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bag of hair that was in a bag along with a brush shaped like a foot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh man. I, oh, I got to go back. Where's my fun bag? <laughs> oh, no, my hair bag. And where are people forgetting stuff the most? East Alabama was the number one spot people left stuff in Ubers. Followed by Cookville, Tennessee, the Mississippi Delta area, Boone, North Carolina, South Georgia, and Tallahassee, Florida. Hmm. Hmm. That's where people forget stuff the most. That explains all the meats. Pull pork. Don't oh, yeah. Pull pork. Ten pounds of it on oh, your ham? We forget that. If I had pulled pork in my house, I'll like wake up in the middle of the night to check on it. <laughs> pork, are you okay? I had a terrible dream. I had a dream somebody ate my pulled pork. Yeah. That's fine. It was a nightmare. It was fine. It was fine. Not quite an Uber, but a taxi in Scotland is making news. A Scottish taxi driver marked an unusual milestone. His cab 
just rolled over to one million miles. Oh, my God. One million? One million. 57-year-old Albert Smith says he only expected to use this black taxi for three or four years when he bought it in England in 2001. But it's lasted him 17 years and doesn't even show any signs of slowing down. He worked as a mechanic before becoming a driver, so he knows the importance and the in and outs of it. I wonder how much he's had to fix on that thing. He said a lot of parts have been replaced, including the gearbox, but it still has the same engine that was installed a million miles ago. That's impressive. It sure is. Yeah. I'm always impressed when someone gets to 100,000 miles. Like me. Like you. Yeah. Which isn't... Shouldn't be that big of a deal, but no. it is impressive well, still that you do. Yeah, it's so I mean, crazy. It's... I don't, I don't think I've ever had a car without a hundred thousand miles. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... it's good that they they go. They keep going. Yeah. All but a million. A million is insane. A million's a lot. I didn't even know the thing went up. Well, they don't, right? Yeah. I mean, it would get to not. It would get to like nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. Yeah. And then it would click over to zero again. Zero. Hmm. At uh, the Crazy. end of the month, there will only be one blockbuster remaining in the world. Mm. We're talking so the about the one in Alaska closed. The one in Alaska closed. Yep. The second to last one remaining in Perth, Australia, is closing at the end of this month. There's only one left now in Bend, Oregon. It's the last one. Standing. The last one standing. Was there... it? Was it the first one? Like, why are they holding on there? Because I think they've got nothing better to do in Bend, Oregon. So that's so it's actually working out. I guess it has to be. Are they they're planning on business. closing that one, or that's just no, no, no plans, no plans right as now? of yet. They will eventually, but the manager in Perth, Weird. Australia, said we put in a pretty good fight, but it was going to happen eventually, Drawing and we've decided now's the time. <laughs> so the Bend, Oregon blockbuster will be the last one remaining in the world at the end of this month. Turns out we should have done this about ten years ago. I'm telling you, though, there are still. Video these places. places around. I drive by one there every are? day. A video yeah. place. Not necessarily Blockbuster, but... No, it's video. not Blockbuster. It's like, you uh, know... Yeah, another one. There's another one. Yeah, but I uh, I drive past one of those, and nobody's ever in it. Oh, well, I don't even think they care about the sign anymore, because they're just like, we've got Venom. Is there another big chain that's open? Yeah, family video, we've got right? Venom. Is it family? Oh. <laughs> Come in. We, we've got we Venom. Have, we have Venom. Well, Venom just came out. Didn't it? Like just yeah, recently? I think it was like, like a month could, ago. Yeah, you could uh, rent it like a month ago. But yeah. they're like, come on in. We got Venom. We do. Mm. Star is born. No. 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 Yeah, it's in the U.S. and Canada family video, but there's they're probably the biggest chain that still remains, right? Yeah, that's the one that's... Uh, Please come in. For I can't imagine going to a store and doing this, but do, renting one They've now. got 700 locations across the country. So yeah, they're, they're not... They're really holding on. Look at how many. Yeah, well, they're, they're, all, they're by me. Well, there are a lot in the Midwest, and they, there's just a few in some other states. But As a young, fat, nerdy kid, this was the job of jobs. Listen, I get it, because it was you could try out all the video games. Yeah. That was the greatest thing about these places when I was a kid, is that I could rent the games and decide. If you like them. That's good, yeah. If I was going to spend the money That's on it. That's a good part of that it. That was better to you than having an adult video section you could sneak into and take... We, the place I went to didn't have any oh, adult. Oh, okay. They had no adult movies. We love going to them so we could sneak into the adult section and yeah, get a some movies. That's wild times. And some other stuff. Yeah. I used to be so salty with family video for the longest time because Blockbuster hired me. And then yeah. I had experience and I knew family video was paying better or something. And I always tried to get a job there and they never would let me. 
Mm. Like back in the dark times. That's so funny because I apply. That's one of the few jobs I applied for I didn't get in my life. I me just, too. Uh, it was jumbo video. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to work there. And they didn't hire me, the best. They I didn't had call video me experience. I was like, excuse me, but I know how to stock movies. I have on paper experience, so uh, it's like, a no I'm trying to rewind. Yeah, yeah we're just looking for something. Looking something different. Something different. Right. You're way too fat. They can be choosy then, I guess, right? Well, mm-hmm. look at that now, Jumbo Video. Yeah, yeah. bastards. I know. That's how I've Where been. Where have you like, been for years? No, yeah. all you have is venom, and I have dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CJ, you were just in the last standing American blockbuster in Bend, Oregon? I was. I was there about a month ago, and it's nostalgic walking back in that thing, man. It's got the same smell. Got everything the same streets. It's set up the exact same. The movies are lined up the same way. It's like you walk in that place. It's it's going back in the time. It's like reliving your childhood. They have uh, souvenirs you could buy, magnets, t-shirts, hats, and it's packed. They have uh, hmm. they have I mean tons of, of of movie places out there. Family owned and gas station. It's like they live and die by renting movies. It's so, but do you think this place has become now more of a tourist destination? Oh, absolutely. I was like a kid yeah. in the candy store. They're taking photos and videos in front of Honestly, that Honestly, that makes sense. Like, right. So that's how this that's place That's how survive. they're making their money. They become like the, the Disney world of video rentals, right? right? People right. Stop I've by. ever thought that. I don't know. <laughs> Every time you walk through a blockbuster that it would but be But can you something. imagine? Okay, imagine that for anything you're nostalgic for. If there was one Chi-Chi's remaining... Yeah, somewhere in the country, and you were a giant well, fan. You'd I, go there. I still to... right now. <laughs> See what I mean? Go to a Chi Chi's. Take me to Chi Chi's. Give me yeah. a fried ice cream. Let's open All up a Chi Chi's. There, there isn't a single just like no, one. No, they they went went I know they went under. They but... killed people, so they had to. I know they did. Still go. It's like I, I, I. But like, there's no hang on. I do remember getting those burritos there, and they were mm. delicious. Not in the U.S. There's one in Belgium, one in Abu Dhabi, and one in Kuwait. Oh, man. But there's we none in going the U.S. To Kuwait. Ab- no, Abu, I, I go, to go to Abu Belgium. Dhabi. Yeah. Go to Belgium. Welcome to Belgium, Chichis. Yeah. Chichis. <laughs> we need to open a Chichis. I don't know if that's the best <laughs> I think idea. we do, you guys. <laughs> It'll be a t- we'll open. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Here's okay. Dave's idea. Okay. Right. We take one of these abandoned malls. There's a ton of space. Yeah. And we make it nostalgia mall. Abandoned malls? Like, this is the word. No, 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 no. Listen, okay. Dave's hear here me something out. here. Hear no, me out. Because the malls are dying. Mall. You have to think no of. No one goes to the mall. We stock it with places that people miss. It's like an 80s arcade. We got like a, it. We so make for a it, bunch of old people. Do we get a KB Toys in there? <laughs> but then it'll Every, be cool whatever, with the youngsters. Yes, whatever the cool nostalgic thing is. Because, and I, I it's funny because we were talking about something and this idea was in my head. Or like a Toys R Us. In and there? it never, yeah. Yes. And it never came out. But the fact that there's going to be all these malls everywhere, we were talking about stores closing down. Mm-hmm. The new thing is going to be coming up with ideas for these empty buildings. That's going to be the new thing. Right. Yeah, you're going to have to And if you were a city somewhere and you were like, "You know what? We're opening up all the stores that are gone now." There's a There's a reason why they're gone. There's like a Ponderosa restaurant. I think ah. it, would, it would be cool for like Two I minutes. think you'd make a make money for about a month and then you'd be like, "We had a horrible idea." Ass. We've so hard. This is a bad idea. Each one of the stores went into bankruptcy. The, where you'd have to do it, though, is that you'd have to do it where you'd have to be close yeah. to something legit 
that brings people to your area. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so like, let's say be it's an attraction there, and then we'll just let's drive say it's off Kissimmee, of Florida. Yes. So you're so, going to Disney or whatever, but then you're going to stop at Nostalgia Mall to oh, eat it. Dude. To eat at Kenny Rogers Roasters uh, <laughs> or Chi Chi's. If you opened this style of place right next to a touristy trap thing, you'd be fine. Yeah. You'd be fine. I'm going to get a mini pearls chicken. You wouldn't kill it, but you'd be fine. I just like the idea of going to a bank and asking for a loan. And they're like, <laughs> what's, the, what's what? the loan for? <laughs> I'd like to open a Chi-Chi's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And only because I you like to eat there. There's like a Tower Records. There's like a Tower Records in there. It worked in Abu Dhabi. Why don't you give me the money, Sarah? Can we see a business plan? This is not in English. I've written it. I've written it down here. It says smiley face plus chichis equals cash sign. There. Chi-Chi's makes people you, happy, which gives you cash. Yeah. You bring in a uh, presentation with the sizzling yeah. fajitas. <laughs> Fajitas, everybody, see? Hello, everyone. Welcome. To, uh, I am here on behalf of uh, the Chichis in Kuwait. <laughs> see, look, you guys are making money, right? No. <laughs> I'm going to say that. No, we're closing. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll open a steak and ale. Mm. Uh, mini pearls fried chicken. Uh, you can stay at the Hojo across the street. <laughs> Burger chef. What would this loan be for? I'd like to start my very own Chi-Chi's. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, if you made it, like, an 80s world. Right. it was, like, all 80s. There was a BMX. There's, like, a BMX ramp. It's got all the, the snacks and candy people miss that's been discontinued. Yeah. Right? We figure it's out like a way to do it all. It's like stepping right back. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. We wouldn't have to do much. Some of these places, abandoned malls, still look like the eighties. Exactly. Yeah, you throw you it right find in there. one that looks. You throw some neon lights up. Yeah, but a lot of those malls went out of business for the same exactly. businesses that you guys are talking about putting in yeah, there. But now I it's know, nostalgia. But now they've been look, gone for long enough. New kids on the block went away for years. Look who's huge now. Look who had a Backstreet Boys have a number one hit. It's Do all really? coming back. Nostalgia's key right now. We capitalize on it. They're in the it. process of closing all these stores down. All these things. I know, are closing but this down. this is the thing because if you have a if you have a store right now and you've been doing fine, life sucks for you. But man, if you were a store in 1983 and you closed down, and a guy who was born in '75 remembers it, like Toys R Us wouldn't do okay right now. But if you opened up a Toys R Us. After they've been gone for 25 years? Yes. Well, people are dying they've for they've been KB gone for 25. They just, no. no, I'm saying that it has to be gone for that long. Because right. there could be a blockbuster right down the street right now. I'm not We would never go. It. Yes, I understand. There's but half these stores I wouldn't go to. But, I'd like to maybe visit a Chi-Chi's. I guess you guys, maybe <laughs> you guys. Someone else okay, we'll it. scale back our plan for a home mall. We'll just open and one Chi-Chi's. No. No. It wouldn't be as good as I remembered. It's not going to work. Okay, let's find out. Matt went to the Chi-Chi's in Belgium. And he's joining us on the Dave and Chuck lines. Matt. Yes. So, oh, well, Chi-Chi's, yeah, we're so that. nostalgic for it. If we opened a Chi-Chi's, do you think America would come? I think they would, but the thing, the, the thing is, the one I went to was just as terrible as I remember it being here. Oh, oh you didn't like it here. No. Oh, I no. liked it. Is it a false memory? It was bad. Created? I had Maybe. one of the best burgers of my life at Chi-Chi's. Yeah, you, no, I'm, I'm thinking it could be a false memory. My food... They sold, they sold it after a salmonella outbreak in right. the States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we, we know, we know, we know it. Okay, so what did you have, and why did it suck? 
I had, I, you know, the typical thing I remember getting was the chimichanga. And, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing was on the door, they have to say, no horse meat here. Because, of course, it's Europe and they serve horse. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So they had to remind you that Bad they don't serve horse. Maybe it was horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet it was. If a sign says no horse meat, it's almost guaranteed it is. We promise. Yeah. There's very little horse in there. Yeah. Uh, but not, not, not good. I'll say this, though. A single... You guys aren't looking at it the way America truly is, okay? Stuff is gimmicky. Right. Okay? You and just gotta and get... opening up one Chi-Chi's isn't enough. It's not. Well, one Chi-Chi's isn't, isn't enough. It has to be close to where people are going anyway. Like, it could be in Minnesota by that Mall of America. Right. Whatever it is, dumb people are heading there anyway. They're heading there anyway. Yeah. You're dumb. People and you're are, heading. People are putting their suggestions. Hell yeah, Circuit City. I was trying to remember the Circuit name of that. City. I kept going Stereo Town. Uh, yeah. Or whatever. Someone said put a Bennigan's in there. But this is the thing. If it has enough and people are like walking around and are like, oh yeah. Like you can't open it thinking you're going to have a successful People want to go back to their childhood. People want to go back to great memories. That's why it works. That's why Disney World works. People, it's it all nostalgia. Your model um, of the past, you'd have to charge them to come in the place because they're not going to buy anything in there. In fact, I would never want to go to the mall of the past. Don't you think Disney <laughs> World would do this? Don't you think that Disney World could do this? Scary. Oh, they, they, they totally could. They could make Nostalgia Land. Way. They could make Nostalgia Land. What's kind of already what they do? It's like you go back to old timey yeah. Main Street. Well, right? like think about all half those rides, like the really dumb ones. It's just rides from the 50s. They suck. But they people suck. are nostalgic for they them. It suck. reminds them of being a kid there. Um, someone said uh, you got to make it uh, with a showbiz arcade and an old-time shooting gallery. This is it. what I'm saying. You do this kind of stuff. It's like Frontierland. Funko Land, Aladdin's Castle, well, Sam Land's Goody. Alive, just a different name. Oh, okay. Rio Bravo. I feel like it might work better Real if the guy just had like a nostalgia food court. You just have a bunch yeah, of old right, restaurants. Right, there you go. To me, it seems like every seems idea. Like yeah, every idea that's come up, and I'm like, that'd be a good one. It's, a free, it's somewhere it's I a restaurant. Eat. So it's yeah. like a tiny. Yeah. You make a little kiosk of every single one of them. Yeah, I got to go to a Chi-Chi's, and I'd go to you know a steak and ale. I think they had really good bread, stuff like that. I do like the idea of a music store too. I found an article of like, um, what is it called? It's from Business Insider. 50 haunting photos of abandoned shopping malls across America. Listen. They are frightening photos. <laughs> like, there's you. ones with like trees down. Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. We'll, I, just, we'll slap some neon in there. I know, <laughs> there we'll I know some the people out. right now. I know some people right now that have like, they're developing plans for like things to do inside of these giant places that are closing right. down. Um, you know, a, a place by me turned one of these empty things into a movie theater and it, and it's very successful. It's not the biggest movie theater, but they made sure that you could drink there, that the seats are really nice. You know, you can order tickets online. You buy like a certain seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, there, it'll be one of the new things. It's a to smart idea out. to come up with something to put into these giant, scary haunted malls. <laughs> If you could come up with an actual viable plan for that, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Like that that's like a good way to go. I don't know if slapping some Chi Chi's and KB toys in there. 
The only way to make it work is if there was people down. You, you forget. Okay. So I went to Disneyland with my parents. Okay. And they're who we'd be going after. Exactly. My parents. We'd be going after whatever the version is right now of my parents. My parents don't even want to go to the mall. I get they don't, but the problem is you go down there and you're like, well, what are we going to do? You know, and some people, they don't have enough money to like go to the water park and go to, but you know what's there? You go to the mall. Nostalgia town. Nostalgia, nostalgia town. Nostalgia town. And nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia town is there. And it'll make you feel like a kid again. Yeah. If you build it, they, they will come. come. They will come in droves. But you couldn't just do this in the middle of like anywhere and think people are going to fly to it. That's right. ridiculous. It's got to be a place where people already are. I tell you, Chuck, we got to put this, mm-hmm. this to paper. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> Did you guys hear about David and Chuck's Mall of the Past? <laughs> he lost it. I Those dudes are stressed out right Lisa now. hates this idea, guys. I've never felt more confident. Lisa hates this idea and thinks uh, it's Andy a colossal failure. So. I'm not a big fan and either. James is not either. It's only yeah. you two. I see well, the headlines now. Right outside of Disney World, and now Chuck has to fly down there all the time and try to fix it. I just see the headlines. David and Chuck the Freak's Nostalgia Town. Most epic fail. Of all time. No way. No way. <laughs> laugh now. Exactly. You laugh all the way to our billions. Yeah. I'll probably eat at your chi chi's, though. Yeah. You got, some <laughs> money. you got some of my money. Dude, dude, right. dude think about it. We'll, we'll get, we'll get some places. I'll be for it. That you know, ride ice cream is worth it. You know all the yeah, rides that they've good, like right? canceled. You know all the rides in like Disneyland and mm-hmm. like different places they've canceled. Like, oh, we we don't have a Back to the Future ride anymore because it doesn't make sense anymore. We'll yeah, well, we'll it. take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. <sighs> now you're building an entire theme park. Repurpose yeah. old rides. <laughs> Went from a Gigi oh, to a so now a theme park. It's getting worse, you guys. We're gonna get stuff so cheap. Oh my God! Dirt cheap. There's like no overhead. They're throwing oh, it you're away. You're closing that Burger King. You're throwing out all those boots. We'll, we'll take, take it. <laughs> you're garbage picking. You're damn right. We're garbage picking. You're damn right. We're garbage picking. There's probably a Chi-Chi's around here somewhere. We could just dig up and bring down there. Abandoned Chi-Chi's. I feel like to find a Chi-Chi's. You know how they find those? Like they unearth those like lost cities that were under the dirt because time exactly. has just gone so long. We're gonna do that. We're gonna find one buried. They archaeologically yeah. discovered a Chi-Chi's. Yep. We're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna make this cool again. That's Dave and Chuck the Freaks. Nostalgia Mall. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse by the minute. Every time we talk, more You're we wrong. talk about it, you play this song, and I'm not, I'm really not investing now. This song is something else. I, uh, it starts off Robin Sparkles. Let's go to the mall, but it ends just as dark as it can get. That's going to be great. Yep. Everybody come and play. I think if you did this, you'd be like, Never play Let's Go to the Mall Let's again. Let's go to David Check the Freaks to Stash Mall. <laughs> today, today, today. <laughs> Got something to add? Call Dave and Chuck the Freak toll free at 1 855 954 6969. Dave and Chuck the Freak. 
We'll take a break as we put our business plan together. When we come mm. back in just a moment, did a Florida man really ask the cops if they found his pot? What's the hot thing to give up for Lent this year? And what are the gross things the FDA allows to go into our food? Oh, no. Oh, this disturbed me. We'll get to that. A Mexican minute and more straight ahead on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Sublime with Rome were in Arizona for a music festival and they were smoking some weed. But then some cops came over and confiscated it. And the band says Lincoln Park snitched on them. Apparently there's some guys in Lincoln Park that claim they're allergic to pot. You're I... allergic to pot. Guys. Do you mind <laughs> smoking that on your own time? Jesus, we're allergic to that in here. Come on. I mean, a rock band called the cops on another rock band? Jesus, they're smoking pot again. That's it. Call the cops. Chester. <laughs> Chester. Call the cops on it these was, guys. It was, it was Chester. Chester. It was Chester. He's a little bitty thing. Yeah. I met I the really, guy. I such don't... a tiny little nerd. Yeah. I don't like pot. Then when they took the stage, they kept calling them Lincoln Nark. Screw uh, <laughs> Lincoln Nark. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. At 9.48, a check of the news on the way. Did a Florida man really ask cops if they found his pot? What's the hot thing to give up for Lent this year? And a Mexican minute all on the way. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. An Indian River County, Florida man didn't try to hide his pot smoking after he smoked up his neighborhood the other night. In fact, he seemed downright hospitable and helpful to the cops. 64-year-old David Ellis got a place in the Indian River County Sheriff's Office crossbar bed and breakfast on charges of felony possession of marijuana, possession of a controlled substance without a prescription, and misdemeanor drug paraphernalia. He did post his $6,000 bond. Uh, here's what happened. They say they got towards his house. Neighbors were complaining that someone was open burning. There's some burning going on. <laughs> You're right, officers. There is burning. Welcome to my humble abode. The smoke came from his yard. It appeared to be large enough the smoke was seen on the way there. <laughs> Deputy described an open pile of debris five to six feet wide with flames two to three feet high. Except knocked on the door. Bonfire. <laughs> this guy answered. He said, oh, I'm just, just leaves. But upon reaching the fire, they smelt a small, a strong odor of burnt cannabis. Uh-oh. <laughs> and they saw the remains of small cannabis plants and leaves. So they looked, they took a peek. Yeah, they did. He opened the door and they took a peek. Ah. Uh, and a whiff. He then confessed he was burning cannabis, said he was just burning the leaves that he described as trash. He repeated himself, believing the cop didn't understand. You see, the leaves are trash. <laughs> you see? He said, it's trash. <laughs> you don't smoke that. Yeah. I've got like a quarter pound of it inside. Oh, I should have said that. You, sir, are the best criminal ever. When the cop asked to come inside, he said, sure. Inside was a strong odor of raw cannabis, and in plain view, a large aluminum tray with what appeared to be raw cannabis and paraphernalia items sitting throughout the house. This is where I dry it. <laughs> <laughs> when they went back outside, he said, you didn't see my pot, did you? I know. Come on, my guys. And the cop said, yeah, I saw some on the tray. He said, oh, good. Well, I've got more in the refrigerator. I, What's wrong with this guy? Oh my gosh, I mean, he just tells everything. I'm kind of, to be honest, 
I never get to show anybody, and I'm pretty proud of it. He's like an old hippie, too. I'm yeah. surprised he's yeah. playing by the rules so hard. After being it's reminded funny. that he did have a right to remain silent, he said, well, you can search the house, but I'll never tell you where I get it from. <laughs> now he's doing better. Yeah. They left the house. They found 174 grams of cannabis, 100 or 15 grams of THC wax, and more. And he asked them, you didn't find all my pot, did you? <laughs> That's not all of it. There's his, <laughs> his mugshot right there. Still some more. You'll never find it. I'm the bad boy. Florida's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Florida comes down pretty hard on that stuff, mm-hmm. right? You think oh, this people I wonder if this is a pretty crafty disguise. An Arizona woman was dressed at a nun carrying a Bible on her lap. Wait a second. Say this again. She was dressed as a nun dressed with as a, a Bible nun on her lap. Who carrying a Bible. Some... Woman in Arizona. Okay. But, but not she was smuggling eight pounds of fentanyl in her car. That's how to do it. Dressed like a nun. She didn't fool them. I guess not, right? Esther Gomez de Aguilar uh, and her spouse were pulled over while traveling on Interstate 10, about 50 miles northwest of Tucson. Cops say the couple's vehicle was stopped because of an equipment violation. Upon contact- contacting the passengers, they noticed several suspicious circumstances that made them search the vehicle. They also frisked the couple and they struck Pater with the nun. Mm. Was she dressed as a nun? She was dressed yeah. as a nun. So she's dressed. She goes through all the trouble to get dressed as a nun, but she doesn't make. They don't make sure the car is in Not, working order. I know. Where it happens all the time. time. All the time. It, it happens. happens all the you time. You think that would be just think common sense? First. Her last name's Aguilar, mm-hmm. and she's in Arizona. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I might have been a. Uh, yeah, and you see her photo too. Yeah. yeah. There's her picture right there, <laughs> without her nun costume on. That's her mugshot. Um, they did get four bundles of suspected fentanyl pills and two other bundles of fentanyl powder that was concealed under her nun outfit. You can get a lot under that nun outfit, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In total, eight and a half pounds of fentanyl was seized during this traffic stop. Just crazy, too, because that's basically just used to cut heroin, right? I read something. I can't remember what it is, but some like drug lords or something are like being like, no, fentanyl, stop. Oh, like they don't want it? Because it's just bad for business. Well, because it's killing it's killing people that they're trying to sell to. Right. Yeah, it'll kill your business when you kill your customers. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the last thing. If Terrible. I'm a drug dealer, the last thing I want is ODs. Yeah. There was some show I watched, too, where they, where they oh, yeah, I know. Now it'll spoil it, so I don't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Mm. Now, here's the irony <laughs> of hipsters. They all want to be different. Yeah, they all look like they shop at the same goddamn American apparel store. Yes. Last Thursday, a team of researchers at MIT posted a study on the hipster effect about how hipsters tend to gravitate towards similar fashion trends, and they all end up looking the same Mm -hmm. when they're trying to be individuals. Yeah. Then after they posted it, someone complained about the stock photo they used in the report. It was a hipster with a beard wearing a knit hat. This is the stock photo. The guy who complained said he was the model in the photo upset for them implying he's just some generic hipster <laughs> pissed at them for is. using his photo yeah here's the fun part what? turns out it was actually a different model in the photo who looks just like this guy so the guy <laughs> was angry at them for implying he's such a generic hipster who looks like every other hipster turns out he's such a generic hipster he couldn't he tell couldn't himself apart himself. from a random dude with a beard oh yeah time to change your look i see five of Be that different. guy every time i go out yeah. That is funny how they, they want to be different, but they yeah. all look the same. I'm so different. <laughs> like, I carry a typewriter. He has a unicycle. 
<laughs> Get it right. Like, if you're going to be a real, like, you might as well just go full on steampunk everywhere you go. I'd be, ra- I'd rather you did that. I would have so much I'm, respect. I would rather you just literally your clothes were made of gears and switches. Yeah. If you Jesus. look like you were from Final Fantasy VII, dude, just, I'd be like, just do that. I'm like, you, sir, win. You are hip. Yeah. The researchers. You're the only cool one here. They joke that it essentially proved the whole point of their study. That hipsters do look alike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sadly, there's no photo of the guy who complained, just the photo of the guy who... It is funny, though, because to me, a hipster is a look. But to a hipster, it's all about being original. But yeah. yet, you're being original by doing the same exact thing as everyone else who's being original. So that's not original. You refuse to see you're a conformist. All the women so hipsters, crazy. they all look the same, too. They oh, all yeah? Have, you know, tattoos. And same thing. Same, they all have the same look. Yeah. Huh. But they want to be different, you guys. Steampunk. Super Let's original. go. Do it up. Uh-huh. Chicks in cosplay steampunk gear. That I can support. You can get behind that, huh? Mm-hmm. Goggles. Cool goggles. <laughs> like a, some kind of weird robot thing made out of the gear. A hat with a watch in it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a trendy thing that people are doing for Lent this year. They're not giving up alcohol or sweets like a lot of people tend to do. They're giving up plastic. People around the country are being advised to go eco-friendly and give up styrofoam, food wrappers, shopping bags, drinking straws, and water bottles for Lent this year. They're asking people basically to give up convenience and think about the earth a bit more. It's too late. We've done too much. <laughs> there's no undoing it. Mm. No, there's not. They say there's some things you really have no control over. You want to want to buy certain things? You, they're in plastic. Mm-hmm. Like I, a lot of plastic. I desperately was searching for a styrofoam cup a couple days ago. I was like, Stella, do you have a styrofoam cup? Why do you need a styrofoam cup? I needed it for one of my fish tanks, and I was like, I need a styrofoam. I'm like, I can't find styrofoam anywhere. It's just the old school places anywhere. I find that have styrofoam still. Yeah. Then I got Chinese food. Uh, oh, bam! Oh, yeah. Styrofoam, right? Yeah. Old school they, places, they yeah. Like diners, especially old diners yeah. and stuff. They still love the styrofoam. It hit I me like a I ton of bricks. Seeing more for to-go stuff, I've seen more plastic. Mm. It's just as yeah. bad, right? So, like the Chinese food place had, you know, have the had those boxes, the normal yeah. boxes, but then the sauce, yeah. one of the sauces, was in a sweet. Yeah, the Thai place I go to still uses. Yeah, styrofoam. they use it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, I mean, remember when everything was styrofoam. Oh, you I went to like a fast food place and it was styrofoam. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a grocery store where they just gave me paper bags instead of plastic, and I was like, "What madness!" They is- didn't even ask you. Yeah. Remember some of them. <clears throat> to think that people warmed up food in a microwave in styrofoam containers is terrifying. Oh yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Oh, absolutely. I thought oh, I, I didn't think you could do that. Yeah. No, no it would just it. give you a little bit of poison jolt. <laughs> yeah. I must be very full of poison then. Yeah. I just reheat all my leftovers. Oh, you can't do that. James. No, negative. James. Don't do it. Are you guys sure about this? I'm positive. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Look it, look it up. 100%. Right. I'll look into it. Look okay. into it. Never, I'm never done that. I know. I'm styrofoam and putting it on a plate. Oh, yeah. No, that's death. A woman has filed a lawsuit against Aldi grocery stores. Because of her exploding turkey burger. Well, if I had a turkey burger and it exploded, that's a double whammy of hate. This woman named Gloria Beasley says she purchased the store's Kirkwood turkey burger and started to fry it up. 
just as directed on the package. I believe her. Then she says, it exploded. (laughs) She has second degree burns on her hands and forearms from where the exploding turkey burger stuck to her. Mm. And permanent turkey burger scars. (laughs) That's a funny thing to say. Permanent. (laughs) I had permanent turkey burger scars. Look. Your Honor, that is a permanent turkey burger scar. That'll never go away. That's hard to say. She wants $35,000 in damages. Aldi has not responded to the lawsuit. Hmm. She didn't cook it right, right? Like, she made it too hot for that Something turkey burger. Happened, yeah. You're eating a she turkey said burger. She fried it as directed. Why don't you mm-hmm. grill it? You're trying to be healthy. You got Explode it. Yeah. Turkey hmm. burger grenade. Yeah, why get a turkey burger and then fry it? Andy, how'd you lose that eye? Turkey burger. Oh, God. What a way to lose an eye. Trying to be. That sucks. That's a lame trying way to, to lose that. <laughs> yep. yeah, trying to be healthy, he blew half his face off. Mm-hmm. Look at this. He's our real teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Same God. turkey burger. Oh, my God. Speaking of food, when we come back, what are the gross things the FDA allows in our food? You'll be shocked when you hear the list. We'll share it with you in a second. Plus, a Mexican minute on the way after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. They conducted a survey to determine the creepiest movie and TV characters. There's a new creepy doll movie. I know. Oh, boy. It's like babysitting Baby this. Like, doll. These people are like, this is our son. <laughs> yeah. A nanny for a well, doll? first of all, the doll is creepy, though. If that was me in that movie, it would be a completely different movie. Really? Andy Green and the boy? And then I'd go in. You'd like offer the, the doll pot. And, and then, then the doll would be fine. Dude, just chill out! <laughs> He's listening to Bob Mars. Music, music soothes, bro. <laughs> the worst thing that could happen is he takes your Pot. Did you steal my weed, man? Where are you, Bron? You creepy little bastard. Which room are you in? I just follow the pot smell. I'm like, yeah. you're in this oh, room. Bron. He's got a big, just a huge smile on his face. You should see your son take a bong rip. See, he's got doll lungs. Andy Green and the boy. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. And the news continues here on Dave and Chuck the Freak at 10.09 on this Thursday morning. A Mexican Minute coming up. What did some Taco Bell workers do to a guy who complained that his food was taking too long? Mm. That story on the way in a second. You may actually be eating maggots. Nice. And rodent hair. And animal poop. And not have any idea. Mm. Found a list of things that the FDA actually allows in our food like acceptable levels of it the food and drug administration says this is fine if you have mites in your frozen broccoli there can be 60 mites per 100 grams of broccoli and still not break any laws 100 grams is just about three and a half ounces so in that broccoli could be 60 mites i'm not gonna not gonna do the frozen broccoli what do you think the cutoff is piece of broccoli what do you think the cutoff is for maggots in your maraschino cherries? Wait a second. One? What's the percentage? How about one? One maggot per cherry. 5% is the FDA's cutoff. So so 5% of the volume can be maggots? Can be mag- maggots. Maggots? And still be approved. Nice. I'm glad I don't like maraschino cherries. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> disgusting. Over cherries. Yeah, I just like a Mosca Scarpio cherry. <laughs> <laughs> those are those red things that like my grandma used yeah. to like, they put on a Shirley yeah. Temple yeah. and yeah. Aiden yeah. loves them yeah I was gonna like, say tell kids them about like the maggots them. yeah I like fresh cherries 
How many rodent hairs do you think are allowed in your cinnamon? Uh, okay, uh, so parts, let's say, uh, let's say in 15, the grams, fifteen percent, or okay, for fifty grams of cinnamon, how many rat or mouse hairs are allowed in there? Fifty grams. Fifty grams. Uh, two and a half grams. Eleven hairs acceptable. Perfectly acceptable <laughs> by the FDA. <laughs> Thanks, rodent hair. Uh, in your raisins, you can have 40 milligrams of sand per 100 grams of raisins. You can take those raisins and go F yourself. <laughs> How much rat poop is allowed in ginger? They call it mammalian excreta. So they call it the fancy term so that it it's not rat poop. It's rat poop. Though. But that's what it is. Mammalian excretions i really like ginger excretions. too every oh. pound of ginger is allowed to have three milligrams of rat poop mixed in with it hmm. oh god all approved by the food and drug administration oh yeah they don't care did they no, tell you no. how many pubes are acceptable in your cheeseburger <laughs> they did not james <laughs> oh, i'm hoping zero research. pubes i'm hoping zero pubes are allowed. Allowed. red hairs in my exactly. cinnamon exactly exactly mm. at least that's probably cool with at least two pubes in a cheeseburger oh. exactly like it's just like they can't get those last 11 rat hairs out of there there's like nothing well i think it's just uh in case one of the rats gets tumbled into one of the oh, machines tumbling tumbling rats oh like to cover them in case and of... cover them yeah Oh, it's bad times, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't. You don't even want to think about that. You'll never read again, which could be good because it turns out junk food. Some of it can be as addictive as drugs. Oh, I know. If I could shoot it right into my veins, I would. Mm. Uh, researchers from the University of Michigan worked in concert with the New York Obesity Research Center to took a, take a look at foods like pizza, chips, mm. cookies, ice cream and the like. What they found is that the processing that goes into the food, the fats, the refined carbs and the keep chemicals talking, keep talking about it. Get locked into our brains, seduce our taste buds, yeah, and lead us to crave them more than we normally would. I'll tell you this: so my kids, so the whole time I was like trying to lose weight, my kids were still just eating garbage, mm-hmm. you know, and they would get they'd bring pizza home. It's one of the hardest things in the world. To, yeah, to, to have no a to? full pizza no. there, Can't say no to pizza. and they're just—they've eaten one slice and don't even—they don't even care about it anymore. And I'm just staring at this pizza. Yeah, you got to be like, get it out of here. They say that all that does is oh. lead to an addiction-type reaction when it comes to craving foods like those. Their recommendation: What can you do? Just switch to non-addictive foods like carrots and beans. Oh yeah, I got another. <laughs> oh, or okay. just take something and just remove my the whole brain. Yeah. Would you like pizza and chips, Jack, or would you like carrots and beans? Uh, mm. A noose. <laughs> I've been uh, doing Weight Watchers again. Oh, yeah, you're back. I yeah, got to join like, you. I got to gotta help you. I got to be with you. Dude, it's like every day I'm like as torn as Gollum is as a creature. <laughs> oh, wow. Like every day I'm like, damn, <laughs> You shouldn't do that because like, <laughs> you're fat already and think if you want to have a just get it. It's delicious. Who cares? The world's dying. Everything sucks. <laughs> yes. It's like every time I go out. I know. Just go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. I know. I know. It sucks. That's why I'm not doing it right now. And I, you know, I'm doing a different thing. And I, I don't even know if it's working at all. So, um, <laughs> I think it's all BS. I got back on it. And it's like it. Getting back on it is even harder than it was to start it. 
Oh, it's I an know. addiction. There's like, yeah, food. You guys have a food addiction. It's yeah, tough. Bad. It's really well, tough. you know, it's crazy for me, and the the way things. It's like with everybody, I think, but the way things work is, you start doing something new, and it's the newness of it. So, like Weight Watchers, the first time you do it, you're so pumped, you're like ready to go. It's mm-hmm. like you know, you, when you break away from it to try, like I know exactly what I have. To, I know right now, right now, mm-hmm. I could just. Instantly in the next two months, lose 20 pounds. Yeah. No problem. All I have to do, all I have to do is, is just stick with it. Type some stuff in. Right. And, and I'm good. And I will lose 20 pounds. It's easy. Sticking with it, too. It's the last goddamn thing I want to do ever. Well, I know. Is take a picture of my food ever Dude, again. It, 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 it was getting back to where even I was entering it in there. Uh-huh. It was like a struggle. And I'm like, yeah. just do it. And then it's so it's been three days like success, and I'm like sweet. I'm I'm off and rolling a little bit again. But someone said there's a drug called Contrae for sugar cravings, and it's the exact same as uh, what they give people for heroin cravings. Well, give me some. Yeah. Well, hook me up. Is it? It's got to be prescribed, I assume, right? Well, prescribe it, Dave. I'm I'm not a doctor, Chuck. I'm like the goddamn Keith Richards of junk food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Give me something, man. If you could just shoot me full of something. You lose, they say, this is from their website, lose two to four times more weight on average than with diet and exercise alone. Well, I get it. It's You're chemically altering your eating habits. Reduce hunger and help control cravings. Some risk of arm nipples. <laughs> I'll take them, dude. I'll take them. Where's the important safety warning? May increase the risk of suicidal thinking. Yeah. Aggression, anger, violence. There's a lot. Irritability. Imagine I started this, guys, and no. it just was. Mm-mm. Aggression and anger. Yeah, so it, Don't it, take it if you've had anxiety. high blood pressure. No, I do. No. It's all that stuff that handles addiction. It, there's a part of your brain that it affects, and it's like, can cause... Well, when it turns off, like, every ounce of pleasure you have in life <clears throat> goes away, right? It has to turn off your happiness. Yeah. I saw a a drug for, like, uh, gambling and all that, smoking, all that stuff. Suicidal stuff with it. Uh, May cause serious side effects, including seizures, risk of opioid overdose, severe allergic reactions, increase in blood pressure, liver damage or hepatitis, manic episodes, visual problems, increase the risk of low blood pressure, nausea, constipation, headache, vomiting, dizziness, trouble sleeping, dry mouth, and diarrhea. But you'll be thin. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all all so I could go to the beach and feel good. About myself, right? Like it's bad. Did you just poop yourself? I did. I had hardcore diarrhea. Just now, right here. But I did it in my speedo. <laughs> Looking good, Green Bean. Mm-hmm. Looking good. Yeah. That's wild, guys. I tried yeah. to kill nine people last night. Yeah. <laughs> but you look great, man. But I did it with my shirt off. You look great. For the first time. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> the people let me approach them much easier than I would have if I would have been bigger. Little did they know I was going to try to kill them. <laughs> they had no idea. Boy, was I aggressive. <laughs> did you poop just, yourself then, too? I yes. did, yes. yes. Constant diarrhea. <laughs> Possible side effects. But I'm a 32 include. now, 32 ways. Nice. What's amazing, too, is that in that side effect list, there was like a, don't do it if you've got high blood pressure. It could cause low br- blood pressure. It's like, well... So don't you want that? I mean, it's both. It could do anything to mm-hmm. you. It can do anything to you. They don't even know. Yeah. 
Coming up, it's a Mexican minute. Uh, why did some Taco Bell workers attack a guy who complained about his food? Let's get to that. Let's break for a Mexican minute. I've dealt with bad customer service before. We all have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thankfully, not this bad. A bunch of people at a Taco Bell in Philadelphia were complaining. They had to wait 45 minutes for their food. It's crazy. And they were pissed. We're not sure what the holdup was, but those people were angry. Right around that time, this guy named Brian Reese, 38-year-old guy, and his girlfriend walked into the Taco Bell. Now, it's not clear if Brian was one of the people who was complaining or not, but employees assumed he was because six staff members at Taco Bell hopped the counter and started beating the hell out of this guy. Oh, man. Jesus. He tried to run away, but they chased him outside, put him in a headlock, and pounded his head into the ground, and they attacked his girlfriend, too. All six of the Taco Bell workers attacked. Yeah, yeah. Brian's friend got it on video. (laughs) All the employees involved have been fired by Taco Bell. Sure. The rest of the staff is going through additional sensitivity training. (laughs) Uh, Taco Bell, what have they done? They've offered him a $20 gift card. Hmm. Well, that will buy you a million burritos. (laughs) (laughs) You can have burritos for life for 20 bucks. You wish. Yeah, true. That's one lunch for me. Yeah. He is planning to press charges, though, and we assume a lawsuit is probably in the works as well here. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. I just had a one of my friends just waited 27 minutes for food, not at Taco Bell, somewhere else. Dude, I got, I got into a minutes. line that was like you couldn't exit it because it had like, uh, I don't even know yeah. what to call it, like curbs on the side. Yeah. There was no exit. And I got stuck, stuck in one for like 25 minutes because there was no what? exit. Well, this this was, it's a, it's a place that's trying a new system where you just touch mm. what you want to get Uh-oh. and uh, whatever so you touch it it gives the order but then whoever's reading them doesn't know what in, in the world's happening 27 minutes later Ooh, he got his food yeah, and that's was, when people attack Yeah, that line was nuts generally though it's not the workers attacking you it's people attacking the workers yeah, this time general. they all just rip well, you gotta watch yeah, what you say sometimes no. all I kept picturing was that when that giant hornet goes in that bee Oh, oh, yeah. And then all those bees get them. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of thing at the Taco Bell. Yeah. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Scientists say they are closer than ever to being able to let men conceive babies. It would be so weird as a dude to go into work and tell all your coworkers that you were with child. I'd be such a whiny bitch if I was pregnant, guys. <laughs> oh, God, I can't imagine. We've I mean, seen you with I'd have bloated. to take time We've off. seen you bloated yeah. and you're a whiny bitch. No. Know? Dave Chuck's out there crying again. I can you imagine how weird it would <laughs> You'd be? You'd be crying too if you got as little sleep as me. He's upset. So many I'd be go. peeing my pants all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my nipples. I'm leaking. You're getting it on oh. the board. Can you picture a man on a public breastfeeding with hairy nipples? Dude. Oh, these man. nipples breastfeeding would be oh. shocking. The baby <laughs> would have to puke up hairballs like a cat. Oh. No, that's just my son Andre. <laughs> He's puking up a hairball right now from my nipple hair. Well, Andre gets hairballs. Yeah, he does. <laughs> now that's insane. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak.
way out of here on this Thursday morning. Just a couple of things before we go. It is cereal day. That is my one weakness. Cereal. You love I can't the cereal. Pick the cereal. I haven't had cereal in I switched years. to healthier, but like really? I'm, I'm, I'm bare bones years. in it. Four years, three years. Okay. I'm down to just the cornflakes and rice krispies. Yeah, you're Ugh. like my dad now. I eat yeah. at least once a week. You eat them plain. Um, I'll maybe put a little sweetener on it, but I just, there's too much sugar in most cereal, right? Yeah, so I just yep. had to find like the ones with the, there's only like two grams of sugar in cornflakes and there's. Yeah, you and my dad can have some rice krispies <laughs> together. <laughs> just plain. Yeah. Yeah. Snap, crackle pop. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had cereal in years either, man. No. Nope. Really? Well, because I've it. given up milk entirely. I don't I, drink. Uh, uh, what do I use? Almond I, milk? Yeah, I don't drink, I, and I won't do that. So yeah, I need and to. I, won't do I need that. to find a milk no, that tastes no. like milk, like, I like a, almond milk. I do. I've tried almond. it. I don't mind it to be truthful, but I it changes the taste of the cereal. Really, I want to find a uh, almond milk that tastes like milk. You got to yeah. get the right almond milk. You need one of the almond milks with sugar. Yeah. Oh, see, but then that's the problem. Right. <laughs> like the almond oh. milk with sugar yeah, tastes yeah. almost identical to milk, but there's a there's a cost. Yeah. See, that's there's a that's fat, jiggly cost. Yeah. Right. There's a. It's not jiggly, jiggly cost. Well, speaking of milk, one more thing here. Uh, we've talked before, mixing Coke and milk is a thing. But it's become a real big thing. It's taken off online. The hashtag milk Coke has been trending. People are coming out of the woodwork to say that they enjoy a little milk Coke every now and again. Why? It's okay. So people claim it's just like a Coke float where you pour oh, I see what you're Coke saying. over vanilla ice, ice cream. cream. Think of it that way, and it's not quite yeah. as gross. Not a new idea, though. Diners have been serving something like this for years. Uh, candy shops in New York in the early 1900s were doing it. And on Laverne and Shirley, there was a running gag that Laverne's favorite drink was milk and Pepsi because it was Penny Marshall's favorite drink in real life. What's the recipe? Some say go heavy on the milk. I was going to say you got it. Well, like heavy cream type of thing. Well, yes, that too. But like heavy on the milk mixture of milk and Coke. Oh, I see. Others say it's half and half. Some thirds, which I say two thirds Coke is best. Not that I've ever had it. I've had a Coke float, and I yeah. love the remaining residue, but, you but I'd like say it's more, more Coke than milk. Yeah, I hate a float. I like a root beer float. I like a float. But I don't I like, a root, I, I don't like no, the cola floats and the ginger ale floats. I don't mind you know, float should we go try them, though? We should probably go try them and make sure we don't like them. No, you shouldn't. What are you saying, James? <laughs> like a float's <laughs> one thing, but mixing yeah, milk. Yeah, yeah, we're oh, yeah. Get the hell out of here. Know, yeah. That sounds gross. You should go to jail for that crap. Yeah. People do it. It's Whole disgusting. milk is best. Ugh. Yeah, I would have thought it almost like a half and half. Keep your dairy out of my sugary carbonated beverage. It's like the, the vanilla ice cream, the sugar and the vanilla is what makes it mm-hmm. delicious in a root beer float. Right. I know. Just, just milk. the milk. Not out, of you, nope. out of your goddamn mind. Milk they Coke are. is a thing, you they guys. Milk and Coke. it's trending. Milk I don't Coke. want anything too weird. Just want to wet my whistle <laughs> with a milk Coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, that'll do it for us. We'll talk to you again Friday, bitches, here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. I think everyone should say penis so we can take away the negative power of the word. Thank you for listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak. 